The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, everybody. What's up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherpin, the book, Matt Peralta, Bostonian. We are live at Boston versus the book on YouTube, on Twitter, replaying on SportsGrid TV and on Sirius XM channel 159. Chris Mack, Pittsburgh. He will be by here in a couple of seconds. We'll talk about tonight's um, interesting football game, if you want to call it that. Um we have a lot of strange quarterback matchups to get into, including tonight with the Titans and the Steelers. Will Kenny Pickett play? If not, it's Trubitsky against Will Levis. Ooh, sign me up to watch that tonight. How are you, sir? How many miles today did you put on the car driving around to the books? I didn't go downtown yet. I just did the, the locals places. I did the loop outside the uh, the downtown area because the traffic is just, it's bad enough. Like it's, we're not going to be here to bitch about the traffic. What we are going to do is be here to do the show. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. It's happening every single day, whether we're, you know, doling out winners or we're, um, you know, picking losers or any of that stuff. (laughs) We're here every day for you guys and girls. Kendall's in the chat. What's up, Kendall? Against her will. She's oh, yeah. announced it in the chat. She's here. One of the wrenches against her will. Mikey awesome and Sonic. Yes. Who's forcing her to be here? Well, she didn't go to school today. For the um, second day in a row, Kendall, by the way, that's pretty good. A little two day vacation in the middle of the week, middle of the week in the beginning of November. And I'm trying to figure out how and why that was done, but somehow it was done without daddy knowing, but daddy always knows finds out. So just she's here. The boys are here. See Mac. Was is what I call him. Chris Mack from Pittsburgh will be here. He's here um, now. He's already here. Oh, he was. Now he's gone. Where do you yeah. go? You got to tell him, turn the alerts off. Turn all the notifications off. No, he's phone. he's in a studio. And he is he really? He he must have did. He must have said because we were just, I don't know. He was here and he was not. I, I, okay. I don't know. I was all set to bring him on. Be able to come back because I don't know what the hell he's doing. Anyhow. Yeah. At the Odyssey studios in Pittsburgh. Fantastic. Driving around this morning was fun. Uh, My favorite thing about today. We'll save that for the end, which we do every day on the show. Um, what, what, why did you already start with this as an interesting football game tonight? Like what the, what the hell does that mean? What what are you talking about? Well, the total is 37. As it should be. Uh, Will, Levis, baby. Will Levis is playing on the road for the first time. That's not R- good. Usually rookie quarterbacks against Mike Tomlin and really in general in the NFL heading into this year were awful. They were fades this year. They're four and one ATS. Making oh. their first start. <laughs> like, like this is a second start, but rookie quarterbacks have actually fared pretty well this year. So 
I don't know. Is it Trubisky? Is it Rudolph? Is it Pickett? Who's playing? Have they even said? They have not as of yet. That's why we got to get Mac on. Maybe he's heard something in the rumblings in Pittsburgh. Maybe somebody will, you know, leak it out or say something. I don't know. I got to admit, I'm kind of on vacation. I'm not on vacation. There's no vacations in the business. But I mean, you checked out. I mean, I'm paying attention, but no. The Steelers. This is going to be hard to refocus because baseball season's over. Like so, we'll we'll get. So why is it hard to refocus? Because I'm, I actually, you know, made some cash. I know. So, so you want to celebrate it? So have some fun. Enjoy it. What do you mean have fun? We're doing content. We're doing the shows. We got to do shows later. We got to do big roll call Friday tomorrow. We had sales calls this morning. It never rains. No, that's 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 the business. That's that's the life we've chosen. Cam Hayward's back too. L. Elsa. Cam Hayward's back tonight. He's right. Yep. Cam Hayward's going to play tonight. Yep. Sir. Yep. First time off the. I mean, surgery on the groin sounds absolutely horrific. It really does. Sounds horrible. It sounds like nothing I'd ever want to have a sharp object in that part of my body and then cutting into me in that part of the body and then stitching me up in that part of the body and then rehabbing that part of the body. Uh uh. All bad. (laughs) There's nothing good. It's all bad. It's, mm. it's, it's all bad to have that. All right. Let's, let's, I would speak, you know, this is good. This is not bad. This is good. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Our guy, Mr. Chris Mack, right from Put the, him Odyssey, in the big box from Look the Odyssey this. studios, joining us here again on the BVB. Chris, what's up, Matt and Dave. How are you? What's up guys? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I would never want to have what Cam Hayward had done, done to me. No, thank you. When they take a muscle, and an abdominal muscle and they attach it. This is what I was told happened. I, they attach it to your pubic bone. Oh, what? yeah. Hold on. You what? good with that? No, no. not at all. <laughs> I don't even know where my football. pubic bone is, but I know the area it's in. Yeah, no, I, I don't need anything. And the man's going to go out there and play football tonight. I don't know. It's amazing. See, Mac, great to see you, by the way. We got a lot of shit to talk about today between Steelers, Penguins being a complete disaster, Penn State football. We knew they were going to lose against Ohio State, but maybe they'll beat Michigan. P. Rolts all over Michigan. He won't stop. But the first order of business, Thursday night football, is Kenny playing yes or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He gave the word on, uh, what's today's Thursday? All the days are, on a short week, all the days mash together. I guess it was Tuesday he gave the word. Yeah, for sure. He's playing. He's playing. Yeah. Um, no question. He practiced in full yesterday. Okay. Um, no issues. I mean, I shouldn't say no issues. He's got something up with his ribs, which you get concerned with about like fully extending when he goes to throw the ball downfield, things like that. First couple of times he takes a hit. Does he, you know, does he wince? Does he grab his side? Does, you know, but he's, he seemed super confident on Tuesday when he talked to the media. So yeah, he's definitely playing. He's starting. Is he finishing the game? That's a good question. I th- I get the sense that it's one of those injuries that like they'll shoot him up, send him out there. And then you got like a mini buy after a Thursday night game. So hopefully enough time to recover that um, they wouldn't be sending him out there if they were worried about like re injuring something or further injuring something. So it's probably just a rib issue. I don't know how, you know, nobody's been very forthcoming about what exactly the rib issue is, but it'll be enough probably to be uncomfortable. And it'll just be about him managing his own pain levels, you know? 
Totals 37, 36 and a half, even in some places. Why are you making that face? This is a defensive. This is an ugly game. The yeah. weather, it's going to be cold. It's going to be one of them old school football games that we're used to. We're born and raised to know about running the ball, Steeler defense. Bet the house on the under C Mac. Well, yeah. I, I, think about what we have in this game, seriously. On one side, you've got an offense that hasn't put up 400 yards in a single game oh. since, I don't know, since the, since the last Pope. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> Big Ben was the quarterback anyway. Yeah. You, you've you got that. You've got the whole Canada thing. you got Pickett, who just has oh. looked shaky, and now he's dinged up as well. you got an ineffective offensive line. Mm. A million different issues, right? And then on the other side, you've got – a rookie quarterback making his first road start, doing it in prime time in a place where a rookie quarterback has never won in prime time. Oh, 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 for five. Bupkis, oh, rookie yeah. quarterbacks starting right. prime time games at Heinz Field. So right. um, you've got what I would hope if, if you're a Tennessee fan, you hope that they lean in on Derrick Henry and Ty J Spears and just just take the air out of the ball. Right. Yeah. There's no reason this thing shouldn't end up under unless the only thing that I, I, I sort of preface that with is you get some big plays by either defense, most likely the Steelers, right? Like you get a pick six, you get a scoop and score that kind of, that can tweak things. And to be honest, that's the only way the Steelers win games lately is they've got to have a big defensive play, whether it's a TJ Watt pick on the first play of the second half against the Rams or a Joey Porter jr. Pick in the end zone against Lamar Jackson, when he's trying to go up, you know, uh, multiple big plays against the Browns that won them that game. They've got to get a big defensive play if they're going to, if they're going to win, but that also lends itself to hey, two crappy offenses. But what, that that would totally ruin an under if what? it was say you know seventeen fourteen and all of a sudden there's a late pick six either way. What if the and officials now we're over the thirty seven? What if the officials are against us tonight, C Mac? Because you saw the game last week and the officials, you know, Tomlin was yelling on the sideline. Did you see Kaboli? and him laughing at Deontay with that big head. That was pretty funny, right? But, like, what Deontay said, he said, and he went in for seconds and thirds and told everybody. Like, we used to get the calls at home in Pittsburgh back in the day. And we get the calls like that no more, huh? I mean, look, it cuts both ways sometimes. It, It certainly did not help the flow of the game that it was probably at least a six point swing at the end of the first half against Jacksonville. Right. Like, right. Uh, you, you handed Jacksonville three points on their first drive on what was a terrible defensive pass interference call. That was textbook pass break, uh, a, a textbook pass breakup by James Pierre. If you remember on that first Jacksonville third down reaches around the man with the arm, gets the ball. Um, and then you had a soft, uh, roughing the passer call that extended another drive, although it would have been converted on the play made uh, there anyway. You had uh, what I thought was a, a, a soft call on Keanu Neal. I mean, it was just a poorly officiated game, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that's what you get more often than not in the NFL these days. You're not going to get a cleanly officiated game every single time. If you do, I think you count yourself lucky. See, I think the total is dangerous because I think the books are saying it's 2017 and I don't know which side it's going to be 2017 Titans or the Steelers. But what about 
in just in terms of the offense and the play calling and where the fans are this game at home, are we going to hear fire Matt Canada chance again? Is that coming down oh, on him again? Why we, I mean, hell they're doing it at Utah football games, Matt. <laughs> it can happen anyway. <laughs> it's like, I mean, oh. uh, McAfee has turned the fire Matt Canada chance into a cottage industry. So good for Pat and, and his boys. But like, here's the thing. Canada didn't call a terrible game last week. Like last week was about lack of execution by Kenny Pickett on the end zone ball to Deontay Johnson. It was about lack of execution by Johnson on the first play of the game. Think of how different it is if he pulls that in on the first play of the game and maybe takes it for six. And then on the ensuing third down, two plays later, he drops that one too. It was all about lack of execution. There were multiple times. They put together multiple drives of eight plays or more, which look for some offenses, that's mm, Oh, hum, no big deal. But for mm-hmm. the Steelers, that's a big deal. They put together a few drives. <laughs> they weren't pretty, but they put them together. And it's it's not all Matt Canada. You got a young quarterback who is regressing rather than progressing. Mm. It, whether you want to blame it on his OC or you want to blame it on him, I think it has a lot to do with both. It has a lot to do with an offensive line that, let's be honest, I'm going to rewind and go back about, four or five years. Mm -hmm. I love Kevin Colbert dearly as a man. Kevin Colbert is an awesome dude as, as blue collar Dave, you know, this Pittsburgh as Mm -hmm. anybody could be. I've Mm -hmm. played hockey with the guy. He's Mm -hmm. just a great guy. Mm -hmm. He screwed up. He screwed up big with picks like Devin Bush, right? Moves up to get Devin Bush. Doesn't remake his offensive line when it's plain as day that that offensive line is aging out. So now, we're five years after the last time this offensive line looked anything like the, the, the semblance of an NFL offensive line. And they haven't been able to put it back together. They go out and trade up for Broderick Jones. What do they do? They let him sit on the bench or they use him as a tackle eligible while mm. Dan Moore Jr. continues to play the lowest rated offensive tackle in the league by PFF, by the way. Um, Kevin Colbert didn't set the offensive line up for success on his way out the door. And they're paying for it now because they went out and got the quarterback and the running back and the tight end and all these other pieces when they don't have the offensive line in place. That's the biggest problem for this offense right now, to be totally honest. Matt Canada is not great. He's not. He's not good. He's not an NFL offensive coordinator, but he's passable some days. Kenny Pickett is not a franchise quarterback, but he's passable some days. Mm. The offensive line doesn't help any of it because it sucks. Well, that's summed it up pretty good i'm gonna switch gears right now sunshine straight up your ass no 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 listen it's fine realism honesty that's what we do on the show here so i appreciate that um there's people in the chat our friend our mutual friend chris Otto said what can you find zeiss and see if you can bring him in right now while you can i said zeiss is busy so zeiss's show was done about uh, 30 minutes ago, yeah, which, which means, which means Zeiss left the building 35 minutes ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Go on. Let's, so, listen, everybody's got to do that. <laughs> Speaking of leaving the building. All right. Good transition. Penn state is at Maryland. All right. They're laying a big number on the road. Always not lost. Despite the fact that I felt like at Ohio state, they were worlds apart and Michigan on deck. Are you saying we are Penn State covering or not covering this? What's the Maryland number? 10 and a half, 11. Eh, Yeah, I think they cover. Maryland sucks, man. They lost Northwestern last week. I mean, um, I I think I think it's a good bounce back 
spot for Penn State after the way they played against Indiana, which was awful. They could have lost that game by all accounts. Um, I think they were in their own heads after the Ohio State loss. They didn't really come out sharp against Indiana. They kind of get a they, they get away with it, right? Because it's Indiana. And now they get Maryland, another chance to maybe sort of refine some things before you before you head up against Michigan. Um, their schedule has actually worked out really well for them, right? Like they had those two weeks before Ohio State where they had UMass and a bye. Like it should have yeah, set up perfectly and, for them. And, and P. Rolt went to UMass, and so we 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 talked about that. He has over nine and a half season wins. They're winning 10 games, right? Like win or lose against Michigan, they ain't losing no other games. No. 10, I mean, right? what else is out there? Rutgers, Michigan State. I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah. In this game, that's it. So, so, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. They're they're ten wins. I mean, there's is okay. there still that slight little hope that maybe you know, uh, Michigan beats Ohio State at the end after you've beaten Michigan and we got some cluster of one loss teams in the Big Ten East and somehow you come out on top. Yeah. Although I've, I've looked into the tiebreaker a little bit. It's all based on like teams they played in the big 10 West and yeah. Penn state hasn't it's point differential crap. It's nonsense. Um, I, you know, it, it was what it was. They had a chance to exercise the, the, the demons in Columbus and they blew it. They didn't, they didn't coach to the moment. They didn't play to the moment. And oh next year, really. And, and here's the thing. This is the this was the last good shot to show that James Franklin could get the team to a playoff in the four team format. Next year it's twelve teams. It's not going to feel as special if they get into a playoff. To be quite honest, I mean maybe they'll get a home game out of it because of the playoff structure. Will you next go? Year. But will you go to a home playoff game, C-Mac? You want to go? Can we come back? We'll, we'll meet you. We'll yeah, go together. Why not? It'll be fun. What I I know you guys talk heavy, obviously Pittsburgh sports, but. Does the Michigan story resonate at all with your audience? Like, did they want Harbaugh either suspended? They want Michigan out of the college football playoff. I mean, yesterday there was a conference call where coaches went off and the big 10 was like, "Uh Oh, they want Harbaugh held to account for this. I'm calling it Spygate 2.0 going on with, with Michigan. Does that, is that a topic you guys are talking about? Do people care about that? Who are Penn state fans are hoping that Michigan gets kicked, you know, kicked out and then maybe they get a chance to play Ohio state in the big 10 title game. I mean, I'll be honest with hardcore Penn state fans, like, you know, uh, it, Steve from Chambersburg, who's had season tickets in his family for 45 years. It's something that people have an eye on in, in Pittsburgh and Philly, where everyone's a little more concerned with their NFL teams. It's, it's not quite as big a deal. Everyone's focused on the Steelers or the Eagles or, you know, whoever their NFL team may be. And, and there's enough to worry about there. I, I think if you're a Penn state fan, it's something you keep an eye on, but I refuse to believe like, I think we've seen the maximum punishment Michigan's going to get this year and them being ranked third by the committee last. Like, that's it. That's it. That's all you're going to get. Oh, you oh, naughty boys. Well, right. you'll get you'll have to be ranked third until you beat Ohio State. What voice yep, is that? That's your punishment. What voice is that's that? It. That's all they're going to get. I agree. That's- is that a committee voice? <laughs> yeah, that's how they that's how they talk on the committee. It's, okay, oh, I didn't you, know. You talk like baby talk. Oh, got you. Last one for me before we uh, get Matt, Matt get you out of here, um, and you can promote all the stuff you're on and wherever you're at. Penguins, total disaster. Like, I mean, you're doing the podcast and, and, and talking hockey. They don't play today. They don't play tomorrow. That's kind of a good thing right now. Yeah. Are they yeah. a fade? 
and like a go against and not making a playoffs. I mean, it's only November 2nd, so I'm not holding you to nothing. And we'll talk to you throughout the season here on the show and check in with you periodically. But they're getting old in dog years right in front of our eyes. See, man. Here's a problem, too. We're three weeks from Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. If you go back over the salary cap era, tell me what percentage of teams who are out of the playoffs work their way into the playoffs who aren't there in the standings on Thanksgiving. 75% of the teams that go to the playoffs are there on Thanksgiving in playoff position. So you got an uphill climb and it's an uphill climb for a bunch of old dudes who don't want to shoot the damn puck on the power play. Um, That's the problem here is they have a hall of fame power play talent wise, right? Crosby, Malkin, Carlson, and nobody, they scored two goals on the power play the other night, Dave, when they, when they took that lead and it was because Carlson and Malkin both teed it up from the top of the zone on the power play. Yep. And then what happens? They got a five on three late with about a minute and a half left. The clock's ticking away. And what are Carlson and Malkin doing at the top of the offensive zone? They're playing patty cake with each other. Pass it back and forth. It's a little circle jerk in the offensive zone on the power play. I mean, put the puck on the damn net. Shoot the puck! And shoot the puck! And the problem is, they don't have anybody creating traffic in front. Jake Gensel's not a net front presence. I love him. Silky mitts and all, but like he, he's not a net front presence. And so you got to have a guy. They, they got it. I don't care if you take Redeem Zahorna, who's a big six foot seven check dude playing a hell of a game on the third line right now. Put him in front. Put yeah. somebody in front of the net to create some traffic. And they, they've, they're just in a bad – and Tristan Jari's not it either. Like, that's the problem. Oh. When you need your goaltender to step up and steal a couple moments for you Ooh. or steal a game for you, it's been he's okay. not doing it. So it's been okay. They, the the problem is they had an opportunity with the way the schedule set up. Nine of their first 11 games were against teams that were beatable, right? They should have stacked 12 or 14 points in these first 11 games. Now they're nine games deep. They're three and six. They got San Jose on Saturday, which is great. San Jose's terrible. They're the dregs. Terrible. But you, you beat San Jose and Anaheim, and then you're going to go to L.A. They'll be out that way. And then they're going to come home. Check the schedule the rest of November, Dave. It's awful. It's no when good. They got Tampa. They got Toronto. They got the Rangers. They got the Devils. They got the Canes. They didn't stack the points. The rest of November is going to be an absolute slog. Oh, if God. they are not in playoff position by Thanksgiving, They've got a real difficult uphill climb against them, and I don't think they will make it. I think this will this will be a death march until April. I'm glad I called, came on the show. All this again, more sunshine, (laughs) straight up the pooper. Well, to end it with this, for well, two part question. First, how badly does Pitt lose to Florida State this weekend? Oh Jesus! And then tell us where everybody can follow you, watch you, listen to all your stuff. Uh, Pitt, Pitt, Florida State. Dear God. if, if Pat Narduzzi's players don't riot and hold a mutiny on the sidelines and he's not left playing quarterback by himself by the end of the game, um, maybe they only lose by four touchdowns. Um, it's 21 and a half. You'd only lay it, right? There's no reason to take Pitt. I don't think it's a No, there's no reason to take Pitt unless we find out some kind of weird injury news out of Tallahassee yeah, by the right, end of okay. the week. And even then, nah. um, Pitt's, Pitt's offense is... We're blessed with truly 
horrific offenses in Western Pennsylvania these days um, between Pitt and Penn State and the Steelers. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be ugly. And the Penguins. Thanks. Tell people where they can find you, please. At the Chris Mack on Twitter and Instagram, uh, doing all kinds. I mean, what am I not doing these days? 93.7 The Fan, uh, BetQL Network. Uh, let's see. We got the fourth down in the Steel City podcast. We'll do a live version on YouTube tonight on the 93.7 The Fan page. Me and Josh Taylor. We got Fifth Avenue Face Off, which is the Penguins podcast. Great podcast looking back at the 2008 Steelers, the last Steelers team to win a Super Bowl. It's called Oh Mama. Uh, like, oh, mama, I'm in fear. The renegade, Dave Nelson. Oh, um, long so long this week's episode, long I talked to Lamar Woodley for about an hour. That's on the 93.7 The Fan YouTube page as well. I'm working more now, Dave, than I ever have before. Yep. And I'm pretty sure they're not paying me any extra. Nope. This is the nope. share pan plan. Yeah, that's that, this is, listen, this is what you got to do. You keep showing up, you keep dressing up and telling them, and they can't get rid of you. I mean, you're doing DJ work at Y108, too. Are you doing that, too? I'm technically right now. Uh, yeah, until, yeah, I'm I'm playing. I'm probably playing a Morgan Wallen song right now. I don't even know. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Chris Mack. <laughs> Good see to you see guys. you, buddy. That is the Chris Mack joining us here on the Bostonian the versus the book. Good to get him on live from Pittsburgh. Always a good conversation and a fun chat with him here on BVB. A lot of um excitement, happiness, and Gumdrops in Pittsburgh these days, huh? Everything is everything's rosy. <laughs> this is one of the best parts about being in Vegas and like our show, you know, we focus on the numbers and the gambling right. and all that other stuff, but we're just talking about sports. The negativity of the local press sometimes is overwhelming and they have to do it. Like you have to call people out and be accountable right. because that's your job. But we don't need clicks. We don't need mm. all that other stuff. Like, so I've told you this. I, the reason why I, my like, boss, thank God you're out of Boston. You would have been a guy being, oh. no, I, and that, I wasn't though. That's the thing. It's funny. You think I would be, I wasn't. Then my negativity, my bomb throwing happened when I could see things without having the, the hometown emotion attached to it. Because either I was like way far gone or I was willing to give the benefit of the doubt way more than the local media was in Boston. Like I didn't work because I did not throw the same level of hatred at everyone. Like I, I did this day, like this idea that Bill Belichick is a, is a bad coach that it was all Brady, that this guy needs to get on a train and get the hell out of Dodge. I don't subscribe to any of it. Like I, I wouldn't, I don't buy into any of this negativity around new England. I mean, they want Bill Belichick gone to a person. They want Bill Belichick out and the fans do too for a lot, a lot of people. And I, I'm like, guys, what are you talking about? Like it's, it's the myopic right in front of you. What have you done for me lately right now environment that I couldn't operate in? Like no. I go, the guy's won six championships here. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I, I don't care. Like and, and, I just and, don't. And, and what's the alternative? Like that's, that's the question I always ask. Like you guys want him fired. Who do you want? Did they call him? Can he come and do it? Do you believe that this next guy, you want a guy who legitimately they will name the Super Bowl trophy after it's the Vince Lombardi trophy. Not right now. Right. Yeah. It's going to be the Belichick trophy. <laughs> it could be. And nobody could argue it. The guy has won the eight. most eight. 
He has eight in his career, six with the Patriots, eight overall. It's ridiculous, but people don't, that's not the way people operate because, and I learned this when I left and I, and I understand it more now, but like people in Pittsburgh really in New England, Boston, Philly, the name on the front of the Jersey is you. When you're wearing a Phillies jersey, when you're wearing a Pirates jersey, when you're wearing a Patriots jersey, it's not the team, it's you. You're representing, the team represents you. So when the team's losing, your emotion and your ego, you're tied, you're wrapped up with this. So if your team is winning, you're winning. So now you're a big boy. Now you're you're pounding your oh. chest. You're all you're all good. When you're losing, now your college buddy from Texas picks up the phone and goes, your team sucks, bro. What's going on? That's embarrassing. How do you lose to those guys? That's a joke. And you don't have an retort. You don't have the answer. Patriot fans, I've said this, I'm going to keep on saying this. Look in the mirror or look at Cowboy fans and that's what you cannot become because Patriot fans are going to be on that path. Mm. The Patriots may never go to a Super Bowl again for the rest of my life and I am okay with it. Mm. For the vast majority of Patriot fans, they are not okay with it. And they're going to be angry and angrier every single year mm. because they're going to go for 20 years. We were the best franchise in sports. We're going to be that again. No, you're not. No, <laughs> no, you're not. No. That, is, that run is never happening again. Mm. No one's ever done it. No, no, no one did it before and nobody will ever do it again. You will never see a 20 year run like the Patriots had under Belichick with Brady and yeah. stop trying to say who it was because the people who are like, it clearly was Tom Brady. That's how great Tom Brady was. You, you obviously are young and weren't alive in 2001, two, three, four, and five. Cause Tom Brady was a game manager. Patriots won championships based on having the best defense in football. He didn't become Tom Brady, the unbelievable quarterback till 2007 mm. when they changed the entire structure of the Patriots right. to go to Randy Moss and throw the ball and be high flying and set records and go 18 and one. So we like to rewrite history all the time about who is what, and who did this. It was their combination. It was the marriage of the two. Mike and the mad dog was the best talk show ever created separately. They're both good, but it's not the same. Who's better, my, you know, Chris or, or you know, is Mike or Chris? Are you a Francis guy? Are you a Mad Dog guy? Doesn't matter. Together they were magic. That's right. Brady and Belichick together were magic. We'll never right. recreate it ever again. Very hard to do, no doubt. Right. I don't know. We'll we'll watch a game tonight with uh, with great interest. Yeah, we'll get and to that later. You said it last night in the show. Yesterday in the show, the Zach Allen had to pitch the game of his life. He did. Yeah. Damn he well, did. Dude. He had a no hitter going for half, half of that game. Unbelievable. Still lost. Still lost. Got oh. to the seventh inning. Like you said, he's got to pitch the game of his life. Get to the seventh. It was zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero. Yeah. Still loses. Baseball, bro. Right. Just. I was watching it and I was betting it at the same time while I was on. I would bet when Arizona was batting, I was betting Texas. When Arizona, when Texas was batting, I was betting Arizona started like in the third inning and through the fifth, I had no idea. I was like, okay, <clears throat> this could go either way. I'm just going to try to press whatever side scores first. 
Right. Because you said that as well. We gave out that statistic on from MLB Network and it held true. When Arizona scored first, they won the game. When Evaldi got out of all that traffic in the sixth, <laughs> I, said, I said, that's it. And I was on with Wetzel and I said, Texas is going to win. He's like, how do you know? I said, you can't tiptoe through the rain without an umbrella and not get wet again like that. They are going to score. I'm telling you, they're going to score. Mm. Well, they haven't got a hit yet. They're going to get a hit. This is the inning. Somebody's scoring in the seventh. Bet it now. And Texas scored, and I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And I was thinking of like, I was thinking of big business. Actually, yeah. wow, he did. Uh, he just came in. He just came in with a super chat. I was thinking of him and all these people that have never had a had a championship. The Texas Rangers, 52 years young, never won a World Series until last night. And I was like, wow, they need six more outs, nine more outs in the bottom of the seventh. And they got the three in the seventh. And I was like, oh, the, okay. the, Chap- the Chapman inning was I mean, that was the one we came in. I was like, okay, here we go. Got to get by this, right? <laughs> and they got by Chapman, got out of it. He got through it. He got through it. And then I don't know that when Simeon hit the home run and did that primal scream mm. coming around first base, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now because that's when everybody knew that ball was crushed. And it was like, we got to get three outs. It's it. It's done. It's a wrap. Um, was it unfortunate that, you know, the center fielder missed that ball and it went to the wall and those runs scored. That was the true dagger. But didn't man, matter, oh though. man. It didn't matter. Didn't matter. Then Semyon hit that home run and it was like, celebrate. That's it. And I was like, oh man, it's finally over. I'm sad. Don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. That's a great Amen. expression. Yep. Baseball season is done. I've been texting all morning with all the people at MLB Network because it's like kind of everybody says goodbye. We'll see you in a little while. You know, let us know if you're going to do a yeah, show. But, but a lot of people. Don't they go right to hockey? All the producers, everybody else? just They, the, just, they go right to the NHL stuff, yeah. the, the people in the building. But a lot yeah. of the content people that live oh, elsewhere okay. right, and right, all this right, other right, stuff, yeah. they kind of, they go away. Um the MLB award show is here in Vegas in December. Oh, cool. So I hope that some of them will come here and we'll get to go out to dinner with them or hang out or something, but nice. I loved it. I had, I had a tremendous baseball season. Um, I'm kind of bummed that it's done because the repetition of it. <laughs> Listen, you had a successful baseball season. You had all those bets. Tell the people what your record was. You had a successful baseball season. How hard is it betting baseball? Pull it up. Here is my exact record betting baseball. This is, I. if you call this successful, um, okay. <laughs> my record in baseball ended 134 in 125. 134, 125. It's about 52%. That's 160 plays. 260 plays. That's a lot of content and plays. Uh, So 0.59 units. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me put the glasses on for that. What did you say? Hold on. Hold on. How many units? 0.59. So half a unit? 
really a six, six of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a half a unit for six months, six months of betting to win a half a unit. Units is big. It's half, <laughs> half. Just like the, all I said was to get from you half all year long. I said, as long as I don't lose money in baseball, it's been a successful season success. I did not lose money betting baseball this year. Amazingly amazingly enough. I did not lose money betting baseball. And there's a lot of people that will tell you that like, Oh, that's a waste of time. Of course it is, but I get paid to do it. So it's different. I get paid to do it. So it's, that's why I bet it. When I, when I make 260 bets in baseball, if I wasn't doing the daily juice, no, Never in a million years, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But right. I'm compensated. It's part. It's my job to do that, to make those bets, to talk about the plays, to be involved. I love doing it. Okay, it's it's a really betting baseball. You've said a thousand times. The grind of it is such a mental task. Yeah, you have to mentally be. But there are certain moments. There are certain weeks, months, whatever, where certain teams get hot certain trends get really rolling and you can just run with it. You can bet on certain teams that are doing really well. I mean, the Dodgers on the road over monster moneymaker for me. Okay. Cool. They yep. were the best team in their best team in baseball to the over the Rangers at home, the best team to the over at home in 2023. Like yep. you just start seeing these numbers and because of the grind of it, you can consistently bet the thing that I'm still fighting with. And I eventually will come to terms with the idea of betting the same thing with the same teams night after night. Right. Because I haven't really done a great job of that. I started to do it a bit more with the Dodgers late in the year right. where I would they have a three game series against, I don't know, the giants on the road. And I would just go bet the over, bet the over, bet the over, <laughs> just keep on betting it. Cause it would get there. Right. But it's hard when you win on a Monday, you lose on a Tuesday. What do you do on a Wednesday? It's that coin flip. Like I for, for way more often, I'll say, forget it. I'm not going to bet it. Right. Where, Cause I'm afraid of going one and two versus two and one. Right. That's my, my learning of betting baseball, but you know, it's, it's fun to bet it. I'm not saying it's not, it's just very frustrating at times to bet it. It can be, but I, I I've told people this for, Long, long time. The real pros that do it, man, they're trying to grind out two and a half percent. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, it literally bet a hundred thousand dollars and gross twenty five hundred. I mean, that's the number. Like that's that's what baseball betting is. It's you're you're not going to make a million dollars. You're not going. You know, you got to keep showing up. You got to keep betting. You got to then know. Like somebody put in the chat that the A's fade yep. ultimately is what cost you. Like you'd be up more units if you no, didn't it's a good that point. A's fade because we did it and then kept doing it instead of stopping doing it. I mean, it. I lost what I lose two units on it though. I mean, okay. So yeah, I mean, so you'd be up two and a half units, 2.5, but I would have, uh, but who knows? I, I, but I would have lost though. I could have lost those bets then. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't do that mental gymnastics yeah. because it's right. like, who's to say that the bet I didn't make would have won. It could have lost the same time. Correct. Correct. It was, it was a way of getting myself through the baseball season. Like everybody wants me to do the fade now of the sharks on the puck line. I've been asked three different times by people who say, why won't you just said, we did the A's fade in baseball. Let's do a November puck line fade on the sharks. 
Well, people are more than welcome to do that, they can do that on their own show. <laughs> I, like we appreciate like the ask the BVB questions. Yeah. You guys are a big part of the show. You guys continue to hit the like button. This thing's growing every day. That's a great idea. We appreciate the opportunity to listen to that. If I might do like it in December, that. but I can't do it with a season that's only like 10 games right. in. It's, it's a too, too quick to make that too judgment. quick because they may have just got off to a bad start and the Sharks are bad right now, but maybe they'll figure it out or their, or their season gets easier. The schedule gets easier. Sharks and are one of the worst teams in hockey. and They are. But what if they lose every game three, two, like I lose much rather do something like this, at least halfway into the season when we can have some basis of information. Agreed. That's why I'm not doing it, but maybe in December I'll do it. And and there'll be spots that I will like tonight. You can fade them if you want. I'm going to take them, you know, bet against them on the puck line tonight. That's fine. Like you can can take your shot. Yeah. And take your spot as to when you want to go ahead and do it. I just wouldn't do it blindly right. for an entire month when we're so early in the hockey season. Like we need to see more games to be played before I'm just going to be like, yeah, go ahead and lay, you know, to take it's plus 112 right now on Vancouver on the road against San Jose. Totals five and a half, not in love with the puck line bet with the total being five and a half. A little right. scary. A little scary. I don't know. I asked the guys in the chat the, and the girls in the chat, although I think Kendall did her time and she's out. I mm-hmm. told her she could go. Um, do you like betting baseball? Yes or no? I mean, we got a lot of people in here. I think, I think we'll hear get, no. a lot of no's. You think we'll get more no's. Yeah. I think we got a baseball crowd. I think we'll get more yeses. I think people I like I think people bet it at times. They just don't bet it consistently because it's so inconsistent. To bet baseball successfully, you got to do it every day. I just said, do you like betting it? Whether you're successful or not, it's a whole different story. Just, I, I think people like I think people like betting what they're successful on. I think it goes hand in hand. Well, I mean, that we we might be converting people to betting hockey because we've been True. talking about hockey but we're, betting. We're, we're win, but we win. We, we, I know we're good at it. But, so like, <laughs> we're winning with hockey. They like it. We give them winners so they enjoy it. Yeah, but then they turn into fans of the game and then fair thinking about their own bets as well and different Agreed. ways of looking at it. You know, we got people coming at us to talk about doing a Sharks puck line fade. I, I don't know how many other content shows are talking <laughs> about a San Jose Sharks puck line fade every day. I know we set the world ablaze this summer with yep. the fade the A's when we did uh-huh. Because all of a sudden, a lot of people start going, oh, fade the A's. <laughs> so if I hear another story, we'll fucking show talking about fading the San Jose Sharks today, you're going to just, you're, you're going to, you may get a text from me or a DM or something. I'm at sports B cake and sing. You guys can reach me anytime you want. Um, please just say you heard it on the BVB. That's all. If you want to fade the Sharks on a puck line, because ain't no one else doing it. They ain't doing it in San Jose. They ain't doing it at the NHL network and they ain't doing it anywhere in between. Sorry. So, um, one more quick baseball to get to basketball. Uh, so the, Grom, Seager, the Seager graphic was cool. Uh, Seager was amazing. He should have won the MVP. Yeah. First guy to do it since Reggie Jackson. The only, only guy, guy to ever to do, do it. it. <laughs> the only guy to ever do it is with two. It's him. I thought awesome. Jeter's, Jeter's line was funny. Is it? I'm glad because I don't have to listen to Reggie tell me he's the only one to do it ever again. So that was good. He said to Corey Seager when he was on the desk post game. So that was fun. Yeah. But first guy to do it with two different teams in, in a four in a four season stretch. It's pretty amazing. He's a phenomenal baseball player. It really is. Did you see that somebody asked them in the post game, why did the Dodgers let you go? Post World Series, 
MVP, and someone took the time in the middle of it while he's on the podium and goes, hey, Corey, great World Series. Awesome. Congratulations on the MVP. Why did the Dodgers let you go? I don't know if I have a problem with that. I don't think I have a problem with that. Right then, you're asking that question. What is he supposed to say? I think he might get a really honest answer. I think the point of the question is because he may be really truthful. He may tell you the truth. Wow. He may say, he may say, yeah, nice move out of them, huh? Or that was smart. Like you could, you could get a quote out of somebody in that moment, which is all you're after is a quote. I mean, it was a Dodgers beat writer, potentially. Maybe he wants to know, like, I don't know if I would have phrased it the same way, but like, I don't think I have a huge problem with being asked about why the Dodgers let you go. Cause they could have afforded him. It's chose not to. That's the Atani rumor. The Atani rumor is that Corey Seager is a, is a ranger because they couldn't sign him because they're signing Atani. I can't wait to talk about all this all off season. So that's, that's, that's been the biggest theory that the Dodgers could have Reese could have kept Corey Seager. They did not because they needed the money to give to Otani. I don't think it was the right time or appropriate question to ask at that time. I mean, if you want to ask him that later, but like they, I mean, we might get one question though. He might get one shot at the guy. He doesn't talk very much. He's a quiet dude. I like Corey Seager a lot. I like his game, but I like his personality too. Yeah. It's an easy guy to cheer for, easy guy to root for. Yeah. Especially if you're holding a six to one ticket on winning (laughs) the series. Wow. DeGrom is targeting August of next year. Now, regular season wise, DeGrom's not going to have a monster impact. But next postseason, if the Rangers make it back to the playoffs, they'll have a one two of Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Could they repeat? How hard it is now to repeat. It is very difficult, but this is, you don't add a first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher (laughs) normally. Who's the first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher? Jacob DeGrom. Talking about, he's done it for like a cup of coffee. What do you, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher. Oh, I would absolutely. Done it for three seasons. Jacob DeGrom, what? No. Look at his career numbers. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Three seasons. Wait, whoa, 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 what? No, 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 no. He's been in the major baseball way more than three seasons. Jacob DeGrom's been a pitcher since 2014. Jacob DeGrom, in 2015, Jacob DeGrom had had, had a whip of 0.98, an ERA of 2.54. Okay. ERA of 1.7 in 2018, 2.43 in 19, 2.3 in 2020, 1.08 in 2021. How many innings? I mean, 15 starts, 32 starts, 32 starts, 31 starts, 24 starts, 30 starts. He said four, five good seasons. I mean, maybe is it maybe he's Sandy Koufax like where, you know, he didn't pitch enough, but he pitched so good when he did pitch. He I mean, he's, 80, he, he's 84 and 57 in his career, 2.5. 84 and 57 is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, because of the Mets suck. Because it was the Mets' fault, not his fault. The his whip is 0.99. His ERA is 2.5. I mean. He's on, he's on his way. I mean, this yeah, guy, way, but DeGrom I, is an incredible hall. He's an incredible pitcher to get, to add to that rotation. If he's healthy, absolutely. Well, yeah. he'll be healthy after the, after Tommy John is how long will he be healthy for? But you figure a guy after 14 months of coming back after Tommy John surgery, his second one, but coming back after Tommy John, normally guys come back the first time. They're always stronger. The second time we don't know. This is unprecedented. Have a guy come back from two of these, but if he is even 80%, 
It's a hell of a one-two to go into a rotation with. Oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, if Montgomery, I don't know if he'll do it again, but if Montgomery, if Montgomery is the guy that he was this postseason, they're going to add bullpen arms. We know that, but for all the negativity around the Rangers bullpen, namely me talking about the Rangers bullpen, look what they did in the playoffs. I mean, they ALCS in the World Series. Their bullpen was not a problem. I think they have a very good shot of getting back to the playoffs. Don't forget they were the five seed mm-hmm. in this year's playoffs, won the World Series, did not lose a, an away game. 11 and 0 will probably never be duplicated. 11 and 0 on the road in the postseason from the bottom all the How way the on the hell? road. That's, um, I mean, it's, it, they didn't lose a game on the road. So it's one of the best postseason runs I've ever seen. Maybe it might be the best postseason run. I mean, the 2018 Red Sox was completely out of left field. I said, I think I sent you that stat last night that of the, of the top seven longest shots to win the world series, Bruce Bochy has managed three of them. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So he's so cool to like, just listen to him after the game. And, you know, he was away three years and you know, he went and managed France in a world baseball classic and said, you know what? I missed the dugout. And Chris Young called him and said, you want to come back? And like Lou Brown in between, you know, white walls. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. He answered the phone and said, yeah, you know what? I'll come back. I, 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 it had to be the right fit and turned into this. It's just. Does awesome. he stay? I don't know. I got to be honest. After watching that last night, I don't know. Because you know what a grind it is and you know how magic it is. Go out on top. I don't know. Like, I don't know what he's got going on in the rest of his life. I know for damn sure I want to manage that team like that. If that job becomes available. Oh, yeah. And I'm a manager. Clint Hurdle's now, you know, retired. He's following me on Twitter. We're interacting. It's unbelievable. He saw a tweet and he's still Clint. Call him up. Tell him you want to go manage Texas. I'll be the bench coach. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like that team is going to be good. The young guys on that team, Heim, Garver, they ain't going nowhere. Like a Garcia. He got hurt. They won the last few games without him. Seager. Look at that lineup. That's a good team, man. It's a really good team. Yep. And the Astros have got to be concerned because they've got a team in their division that won it all. And you know, the big bag at that big bad Astros machine appears to be slowing down and the Rangers got through them. And now the Rangers have a ring on their finger. So it's going to be, it's going to be special ring. finger. It's going to be fun to see and fun to watch. All right. To basketball, we go the Boston Celtics scored 155 (laughs) points last night on Indiana. They won by 51 points. Second most points scored in franchise history. The Boston Celtics have been playing basketball for a very long time. And they scored 155 points. Red Auerbach was the coach the last time the Boston Celtics scored in the 150s. Kids Google him. Okay. That's the last time the Boston Celtics scored 150 points in a game. And they scored 155 last night. There was no shot clock either when Red was coach. I believe that that's right. Yeah. They scored the that shot clock. Points. Last there night, no, there was no three point line either. No, no three point no. line either. 
No. So he must have just done a layup line to the basket. Pretty much. <laughs> but holy crap. Like I was watching the in-game last night and I saw minus 41 and a half. And Wetzel's like, would you take 41 and a half? I said, I'm not watching the game, but no. <laughs> this feels like they're trying to beat them by 50. Look, I don't know what's going on with Boston right now, but they've scored at least 108 points in every game this year. They scored 75 points in the first half last night. Telling everybody, every show I go on, I said, hey, my guy Parole came up with this last year. Watch that first half number. Like, what are you talking about? I think books didn't adjust right away last year. I said there was 58, 57 and a half when it was going down and on the way up was 58 and a half, 59, got to 60. They still kept going over. I said, look at the, the 75 last night. It's I think back. First, it? it's, four, it's four and, and one last night. I think it was 62 yeah. and a half. I think it's four. I think it's four and one so far in the year. The only game it didn't go over was the first one. It's gone over every other game. <laughs> it flew over last night. Okay. So 61's the number. If, if, if you get it down to on 61, you can bet over for Boston in the first half team totals. And last night, whoo boy, they scored 75. So they're coming out hot. I don't know what type of message they're trying to send, but they lit up Washington and they lit up Indiana. And after the game, like to a man, they're like, this is a lot of fun. Like this is, we got a lot of weapons. This is a lot of fun. This is like playing with a new toy gun. Like you're just like a a paintball gun. You go light up, light up the kids in the neighborhood with It's like, you're just running around going, this is fun. (laughs) So 60 and a half yesterday. See ya. 60 and a half or 61, depending on 61. That's what I mean. If if it's at 61, you can bet over. If it gets to 62, that's a stop sign. Hold on. 58, 59, 60, 61. Go ahead. Take a shot on Celtics first half over. They got 46 points in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Jack with 4K said in the chat 46 in the fourth. Damn, son. They didn't even call off the dogs. No, that was the bench. <laughs> that was the bench that did that. That was well, calling up. That was calling off the dogs. That's awesome, though, when you got the bench trying to compete with the starter saying, oh, you guys put up, you guys put up 42 in a second. We're going to put up 46, 46 here. In, in Indiana, I mean, they put in their scrubs, too. So it was just basically like, you know, punt on the game, let everything go. So right. watch that. Uh, Lakers beat the Clippers again, 131-25. I watched a lot of this game. This was an interesting battle. No James Harden again, though, but. If he comes in, if Harden can play with that core, that's going to be a fun team. I just don't know where the shots are going to come from, from James Harden. Every big shot last night was taken by Kawhi. Yeah. I have, I have a a text. Um, It's a, I didn't see it live, but it was sent to me. Kawhi Leonard says he plans on playing in all 82 games this season. Good quote. I'm done resting. I want a big load. <laughs> I swear to God, that was the quote. <laughs> I, I want to send this to you so we can put this on the screen. No, no, you won't do it. All right. Fair. It's only me and you. No. So I, I just, but I saw it this morning. <laughs> it says I'm done resting. We're not. I want a big load. Kawhi Leonard this season. Hoop Central on Twitter. Oh, no, Kawhi. I'm going to retweet it. Kawhi. 100%. What are you doing? 
I'm saying what he said. I know what he said, but I'm saying, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> oh my. Load. He's ready to go. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. No more well, load management. No he more. Big, he wants now we're going to play. <laughs> what? What have you been doing? People were defending him. Oh, he's hurt. Get off the yeah, hub, Kawhi. Get off the hub. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> that was a fake tweet, Dave. Okay, good. Oh, well, they got me match entry. Thank oh, you. Oh, Dave got caught. Okay, it happened. I, I get caught too. Yeah, hoop central. I was gonna say, whoa, what are you doing? Saying that that's not a Kawhi type of sentence. It's a phenomenal tweet. It is. We that's caught this last night. Much. We called this yesterday. The Timberwolves beat the Nuggets by eleven. There were two point dogs at home. There's tricky lines, right? You just, you know, the NBA is already even early in the season. It's like, why is it number two? Oh, that's why <laughs> Tim Robes were live to win the game outright. They just they baited everybody to come and go, Oh, give me the nuggets defending champion. Lay the two easy. See you in two hours. Okay. Oh, whoops. Bye-bye. <laughs> Got led yeah. right to that one. That was a whoa number Yeah, we saw. Did everybody play for for uh, Denver? There was no sit-outs, so. right? Like it was just a... I don't just think a, so. Yeah, it was just a bad night. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. And then finally for the NBA, we've got Warriors-Kings last night. Our friend Justin was in a suite watching that game. Was he? He's, yeah, he saw. I, like, I texted him right after the game-winning shot by Clay Thompson, and I was like, "What a damn game!" He goes, "I know, I'm here." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, oh, the good game to be at." Yeah, back and forth battle. No De'Aaron Fox, but like I mentioned, I still like the Kings plus the points even without De'Aaron Fox. I didn't bet it last night, but I was like, you know what? I'm okay with Fox not being there. I think Monk is playing really well, and he stepped up and had a big game. They were, I mean, the Warriors still do this. They sleepwalk through large portions of basketball games. They were down in the third quarter by double digits in that yeah. game. And they were able to come back and they started to hit threes. The NBA is so fickle because like it was watching the game. It just reminded me like it was an 11 point lead for the Kings. And then four possessions later, it was a three point lead just like for that. the Kings. Yeah. And it was like, holy crap. Now, wait a minute. This game was easily in hand for Sacramento. And now all bets are off. We're heading to the fourth quarter and it's just going to be a nip and tuck who has the ball last, who it's a bigger shot. And Clay Thompson, you know, hall of fame player, hall of fame shooter does what Clay Thompson does. Hits the game winning shot. The warriors had to survive a point two hail Mary attempt by the Kings, but fun basketball game last night, late night. Do you think there's any credence because you hear this in a book all the time and like and just in the content space mm -hmm. that a team like the Warriors are bored sometimes that's why they go through these lulls where they're just you know the rotation is just not what it is and there's just there's games where you have to rest your guys and your guys sometimes like I mean they're playing to win every game there's never but, a game they play to lose but look at but, Milwaukee last night though Milwaukee last night would be a pretty clear indication of that what was that they didn't care like they literally, you saw it on, you saw it on Giannis's face. Like <laughs> they just were like, we don't care about this game tonight. Like we're not here mentally. I'm somewhere else. Like they were getting throttled by the Raptors and Giannis like would rather have been back at home. I don't know, drinking a coffee or something like there was right. no anger, no mad, no emotion. Just like, all right, we lost. Who cares? Move on. No, right. I think there, I think there is a lot to do that actually. And after the game, uh, you heard, 
Draymond Green say that last year's chemistry was awful on, on the basketball team. Well, that was because he punched a teammate in the face. So that was probably Draymond's fault as to why as to why the chemistry was horrible. Jordan Poole is no longer on the team, so that yeah. helps. But you know, yeah, of course it was negative and nasty because you created that dirty pool that you had the whole team sit in all season. So now, right. yeah, it's it's better now for the Warriors. But I do I think there is a lot to truth to that that they have to be focused. I mean, they're all veterans. They all have multiple championships. They're all multimillionaires. I mean, you know, you were losing to the little brother and then they just said, okay, enough of that. Let's go win the game. I treat every show that I do, not just here, but just every show, like I'm delivering the last version or the last national network evening news. Like I really care about every show that I do. Okay. I don't really think that. And like when I played games, same way, there was talk never me, a night where me, I went talk to like, me in 10 years. No, I understand when you're 10 years into this, you I may not feel the same I understand. way. <laughs> I understand. And maybe when you get the big bag and you kind of go, ah, uh, it's another yeah. show, uh, whatever. I just, I, I coached the kids like that. Right. And I understood there were games that the kids just didn't care. And I couldn't do anything about it as a coach. I was like, not a, like two of you really want to be here. We can't, I can't do anything about this. Right. I can't do everything, anything about this. So, um, it's a betting opportunity. You have to find out when those games and spots are. I think something worth, you know, worthwhile looking at. Sure. In, but sometimes it's hard to know that everyday sports, those things exist. Right. It's why teams don't go 82 and out. Because they just take games off. They just say, forget it. I'm bored. That's it. I'm done. Uh, speaking of being bored, not everyone is happy about going to Germany this weekend in, this? in the NFL. Uh, Chiefs is Valtez Scantling on traveling to Germany. Quote, it sucks. <laughs> Matt came on. See, Matt came on said, this sucks. That sucks. This sucks. And now we got Valdez Scantling saying traveling to Germany sucks. Why do you say that? Well, he said it's inconvenient. It's it's inconvenient. But when they pressed him as to like, why is it inconvenient? Uh, he said, because he has to get a babysitter for his dogs. <laughs> that, that makes that it easy. <laughs> I mean, he got a point. He said, it's we got sucked. guys with dogs, guys with dogs, girls with dogs. It's hard to find somebody to watch your dog. Who's going to watch your Cujo? Huh. The X, but it, it, it says, it says, quote, I know we've got fans over in Germany, so I'm grateful that we get to give them that opportunity, but it sucks. It does suck for the players to have to be away from their families. And I've got to find a babysitter for my dogs for a couple of days, things that we got to take into account, but past that it is what it is. <laughs> I think anyone gives a flying fuck about you getting your dogs watched, dude. Sorry, like this is, this is a, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you say something else? Don't say I have to get my dogs a babysitter. Like, look, I know dogs are family. I love dogs. I love animals. I have five of them or four of them in my house. I, I, I love pets. Okay. They're awesome. How many animals you got over there? Four. The dog, dogs. the cat, the lizard. Two dogs, a cat, and a lizard. Oh, the other dog. I That's forgot four. the normal dog. Yeah, there's four. <laughs> yeah, that other little one is there's Cujo, there's Ninja, and then there's Nemo. So you know, right. they're they they're they're two of them. One normal, one's not. One wants to bite you. One wants to you know be nice. Right. But I mean, come on, man. Like your dog has to go to like a you have to go 
pay for a doggy babysitting shell, you know, put your your dogs up to board your dogs oh, in Kansas City. That's hard to do. Come that's on. Free. Come on. A good dog boarder. No, that's ridiculous. I I know. I know Casey quite well. gone a whole week here. You're right. That's more like I'll miss my dogs. It's better to say I'll miss my dogs than say I have to, I have to find a babysitter. Like it's some major hassle for you <laughs> to go and do this. Like, come on, man. I get the idea, though. Traveling over there is rough. What do you do with the game? Minus one and a half. 51 and a half. Are we so sure this total? This seems high. Yeah. All game, the, in, game in Germany. All the Europe games usually go under, right? Right. This seems hot. This seems like, wow, really? 51 and a half. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I sent in a, a, the, the better show picks. I, I gave them Miami. Outright. I, I, I well, it was it was plus three on the app yesterday, so probably crashed. Okay, I said I said, yeah, I would take the three on there. I think Miami gives them a game. I think it's back and forth, but then you know, inevitably, it's a showcase game, and who are they going to showcase? I mean, both Miami and PC. Yeah, Dolphin fans worldwide right now. Oh no, question. There should be, but like the face of the league is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I guess so. Right. I mean, the one thing the one thing about the Chiefs is that is what's her name going? I can't. What's her Taylor's name? Not going. Taylor's not going. No, Taylor's she's not going. That's no, right. She's not going. So fade right. the Chiefs. No Taylor. Fade the Chiefs. Six and two, Kansas City. They lose this game. They go to six and three. Right. The Chargers. I'm not saying they're gonna catch the Chiefs, but they be, they better be a little bit wary of it. This is a 17 game schedule. Are the, the Chargers are at the Jets on Monday night? They're favored by three and a half. Yeah. If they win, they go four and four. They're losing that game outright. Oh, I don't think so. So you have a four and four Chargers team in a six and three Chiefs team. Chiefs have a game in hand because they beat them straight up, but they're killing the AFC. They're four and one, the Chiefs are. They're going to play a bunch of games against the NFC to come. Uh-huh. I I the Chiefs have gotten off to a very good start, but they've got games. I guess, well, I guess they're not gonna play too many games. They play the Eagles, which is significant. But Jimmy Jackson just came in the chat and said Casey hasn't even left for Frankfurt yet. Is that possible? Yes. It's Thursday. Teams are going over there on Friday. That's what they're What's doing. What's my man worried about watching his dogs for? I thought he was going over there all week to do sightseeing and stuff. No, they go Friday. These teams, this is what happened when the Bills went over there. The Bills went over on a Friday and looked half asleep. Well, he can't come on and say it sucks to travel to Germany. It's just a little bit longer of a flight if you're waiting until Friday to go. So you're talking about... Yet? Well, it's the it's the time it's an eight hour time difference between Kansas City. Well, that's and the part that messes you up. It's eight hours, the big difference in time zones. So the they're hell? gonna try to keep it as normal as possible, but I don't know. I, I, I think Miami could be the side. I think you're right. Yeah, I just it's a pick 'em game. Give me the points. I think they trade scores. I hope the game goes over. I mean, this is one, you know, I picked the game in each time slot and called it okay. let's let's travel through time and across the world. And we, you know, we started right. in the Germany game and then I picked the game in a in the early time slot, mid time slot, and the night game. So any angle, any narrative you buy into with the Tariq Hill revenge game? No. Okay. You? Yes. Really? 
They're going to give him the football a lot. Yeah. They give him the football a lot anyway. I know, but they're really, I think they're really going to give him the football a lot. He knows their defense. He knows who he can beat. I think you'll see Tyreek Hill. And as long as Tyreek Hill's breathing, I'm a big fan of Tyreek Hill. He gave me these glasses. The people at the soul, these are the soul runner Tyreek Hill glasses. I'm a big fan of Tyreek. Wear those during the game. He's gonna. I think he's gonna have a big game. I do. He already had 200 yard receiving game once. I don't think he'll have a 200 yarder, but he think he'd have over 100 yards easy against the Chiefs coming up here, and, and do a good job. All right, so let's get to some of these quarterbacks. Get let's these go. quarterback. These quarterback matchups are unbelievable. Yeah. Vikings at the Falcons. Jaron yeah. Hall against Taylor Heineke. Okay. <laughs> How do you bet this? You don't. This is a line through it. Blah. Right. Go hey, on, what right? do you like in this game? I have nothing. I got a line nothing. through it. But Viking I, on the I road. Grab my the sheet like this. <laughs> I still do this like an old man. I yep. grab the sheets. Yeah. Right. And I go through and I go, oh, Vikings, Falcons. P. Roll told me it's Jared Hall. Against Jared Hall. It's Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. The Heineke's the guy that used to be with the commanders. Correct. Zip. Line right through it. Goodbye. Done. Next. Bye bye. Arizona at Cleveland, Cleveland minus eight Clayton tune versus PJ Walker. <laughs> Sounds like a band <laughs> Clayton tune versus PJ Walker. We're playing on the Lido deck, an evening show in a late show. <laughs> yep. What in the hell do you do with this game? Line through it <laughs> line. This one is two lines through it. <laughs> Giants at Vegas, Tommy DeVito against Aiden O'Connell. These are NFL football games. These are NFL games, but these are the quarterbacks this week in week nine. Giants at Vegas. Uh What could have been? What are the records of these teams going into this game right now? Uh, The records of these teams going into these games. The New York football giants are are two and six. Two and six. And the Las Vegas Raiders are three and five. Two and six versus three and five. Tommy DeVito, nice Italian guy. Against O'Connell. Tommy DeVito uh, cannot throw save his nice life. Nice Irish guy, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think, yeah. We got Gio, Gio to WAP, you know, um, in our chat and, and a proxy service guy, which, by the way, guys, if you're sending your picks, remember, get them to us by three o'clock Pacific, six o'clock Eastern. Um, I don't know, P. Rod. After talking to Adam Hill yesterday, Adam Hill's the 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 Review Journal, you know, beat reporter for the Raiders. Yeah, I think I played the Raiders in this spot. I was all over the Giants before when I thought, oh, they fired a coach. It's all this other stuff. There might be that dead cat bounce here. This one might be one to partake in. No. <sighs> <sighs> God bless Excuse you. Me. Sorry. I think there is something to it, but I'm concerned before you play it to make sure that Daniel Jones isn't playing. Because right now it's Tommy DeVito. But Daniel, if Daniel Jones plays, that would change my opinion. But Aiden O'Connell was horrible. Under is the only play in this game in my mind. 37. Under. Two and six, three and five, 37. Bad quarterbacks. I ain't going to be watching this game. Yeah. You got another one? You got this is like playing the hits. You got another quarterback matchup? Well, that last one is Garner Minshew against Bryce Young. Well, these are two NFL quarterbacks, at least. But they're still not great. I mean, one's a backup, one's a rookie. 
but they can play. Like I, right. I, I, these guys have played, can play, will play. I don't have know. roster spots in the NFL. Yes, I would agree with that. Other than the other six, these guys are roster. Are you spot good with holders. the Colts being two and a half point road favorites? I am not. No, I am not. That's but stinky. Last week, Houston game. was a three point road favorite at Carolina and lost. And the Colts could be the same victim. We got a lot of people from Indiana to watch the show and get in live in the chat. I'll ask you guys. I'll defer to the chat. Colts minus two and a half. Carolina plus two and a half. Who do you got? Put it in the chat right now. Now, there are two monster games. The first monsters Dallas at Philly. Hell yeah. This is a huge game for Dallas. It is huge game for Dallas and a good, a huge opportunity here because they'd be six and two Eagles will be seven and two. If the Cowboys can win this game and I never, I didn't bet it. I should have bet it, but I still do not believe the Eagles win the division. You've held true to that. You, you, okay. you, you said it's, that before the season in the summer, you can go back and look. Oh, three people going back. Did you see JC from KC found you talking about the rain and put it on the Twitter. Pretty good. JC from KC, man. I'm, I got to get you a hat. You got to pick the color. You got a hat coming at least minimum. That was good, but they can go back and see in the summer. You were adamant. You said, What's the stat since like 2004? Nobody's won this division twice. 0304 was the last time an NFC East team went back to back, and it was the Eagles who did it in 0304. It's also the same year that any team won back to back championships, which is why the Chiefs aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. Damn, bro. So playing the streak. Dallas outright. Oh, I like Philly. This is one where they trade the, the 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 home team holds court. Okay, the home team holds court. I can see it. Philly will go to Dallas and lose. What's funny is that the Eagles, the the, the two games the Cowboys have lost are both have been on the road. Mm-hmm. They're two and two on the road. Eagles are four and one. Eagles are three and zero oh at home. Dallas two and two on the road. The late window on Sunday. For those of you that don't know, there are three games. In the afternoon, only right. three, because when they put that Germany yeah. game up, takes it, out. it messes everything up. And yep. there's four bye weeks, four teams on a bye. Yep. So we have one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern, the early one, four oh five, Indianapolis at Carolina. Ain't nobody going to be watching that. Pardon me, Colts fans. You ain't even going to be watching much of that. Giants at the Raiders here in town. It's uh, DeVito, O'Connell. Two and six, three and five. Ain't nobody be watching that game. And there's only one other game. Right. Dallas at Philly. 98% of the country is going to be watching that game. Big game. 47 is a total. P. Roll. It's right there on the graphic. Great job with the graphic. Type of game are we getting in this game? Slobber knocker. Under? Yeah. The oh, divisional man. brawl, rock fight. Although the Eagles don't play those games all that often, though. So I, I get more than I think about it. They don't really play games like that. So maybe the, yeah, maybe over. Yeah. All right. Over. Yeah. Um, that's I, I my, my lean is yeah. that we're trading scores this week. The It's weird, though. The Cowboys, like in their victories, right? They've won five games this year. Have they scored less than 20 points in any of their victories? 40. 30, 38, 20, 43. 
they score in all their victories when they Dallas win. They, yeah. Dallas scores. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, all right. Over. Yeah. Over. It's a, I, I, I see either team winning. 20, you know what? This is the number. They scored, they, they scored 16 against the Cardinals lost 10 against the Niners lost 20 is the number. Dallas scores 20. They win 20 or more points. They win. Well, I think they can lose 28, 24. You know, they can score 24 and lose. But I think that's the type of game we get. I do. I, I, I think it's going over. I like Philly. I yeah, think Philly I agree. With you. No, I thought about it. The my, my first plus was under, but I think you're right. Yeah. So they don't play. Philly doesn't play low scoring games and Dallas needs to score to win. Well, so. I mean, we'll see how it gets called. It's going to be so influenced by officials by, you know, if it's, it's, it turns <laughs> out it's weather related. I don't know. They're setting it up all week. Hertz is wearing a knee brace. He's limping around the facility. Blah, 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 blah. Feels like a setup job to me. It feels like a complete setup job where the Eagles win this type of game. Hmm. Buffalo's at Cincy. Now, this is the game of the week. Monster. What this about Allen? Week. What yeah, about him? What do you say? The shoulder is the question, right? Shoulder is the question. As it is should he, be, no. Is he playing? What do you mean, bro? He ain't playing? Well, he said he's going to play, but it's, it's this is Sunday night football. We finally have a good Sunday night football game. Oh, man. But, I mean, Josh Allen, the shoulder, he's, he did not practice yesterday. Josh Allen did not practice yesterday? Just took the day off on a Wednesday? No, the shoulder is a problem. Shoulders banged up. <laughs> so what do you, so watch it. It's Thursday. It's the Sunday night. I mean, I would be shocked if he's not playing, but take a look at it. I first, mean, first who wins? I'm going to let the people put it in the chat first. Because they didn't put much in the chat with the with the other game, there was much not in the the Miami game was interesting. We got a lot of people that responded to that. We got all indies. We didn't get we didn't get one. Surprisingly enough, we didn't get one Carolina. Um, just since he minus two, Buffalo plus two. I don't know. I'm wearing a Burrow glasses. I'm a huge fan of Joe B. And the Bengals. Now you come off the win in San Francisco and come home. Is that a concern? Like, would I? Would you like them? I've heard people say this, Peralt. They would like Cincy better if they lost in San Francisco. Does that matter? Not to me. I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals too. I mean, I like I the Bengals. I do. We're so. going to break all this down. We'll have all them fancy graphics tomorrow night on Sports Grid. You guys, if you're I just, watching, just you'll, you'll see it. It's the way the Bengals, I think they are on the ascension. I think they're going up. They're playing better. They're, they're, they're gelling. Their offense is starting to come around. And I think the injuries for the Buffalo Bills defense will be the difference in this football game. I don't think they're going to be able to guard and, and cover the weapons for Cincy. And Burrow is playing out of his mind right now. He's playing some, some of the best football in his career right now after this injury. He is balling out. 
say Allen's okay. Yep. Um, and it's not that big of a deal. I don't want to say the offenses cancel each other out, but I am still not sure about the Buffalo defense. Josh I Allen, feel- uh, thank you, CBW. Josh Allen, full participant at practice today. Yeah. So he, he sat yesterday. So yeah, he took the day off. Just rest. Um, I like what Cincy's defense is doing. And I feel like Allen's throws a pick every game. He does. I mean, it's only priced minus 125 or minus 130. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should bet it while you can. I'm going to keep putting it up. And again, whether it's content or not, it wins. Mm-hmm. Sometimes betting the same thing over and over is good for you. Just right. like eating your vegetables is good for you. It don't always taste great. Some days you really enjoy it. Some days you don't. But your body's better off for it. Your bankroll's better off for betting a Josh Allen pick. I like Cincy. Put it in the chat. We got a couple people already put it. Cincy, Cincy getting hot. JC from KC, Cincy minus two. I yeah, I'd lay it. I'd lay it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, the number moved against you because it was they went up. You know, it, it, it's it's consistent two now. Okay. But the books were testing the market. Um, it opened up Buffalo minus one and a half. <laughs> I don't think it's coming back to that. Pick. You're gonna okay. it's gonna come back because they got the plus money yeah, on the bank plus, plus already. Right. And now they're gonna take the plus on the on the bills. Does the game go over? 49 and a half. <sighs> it's high. No. No, too high. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking this is that game, the night game in Cincy, lower score. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, to the NBA last night, Toronto beat Milwaukee. They're on a back to back. They're at Philly Link eight, and Philly's laying eight and a half tonight. You want the Sixers at home? No. <laughs> Do you? No. No. Well, no part no. of this game to be quite honest. Although, I mean, how good was Toronto yesterday? Very good. They were great. They lost three games in a row. I thought they were going down to be dead. And whenever I call this team to be dead, they rise up game one. Thought they were going to have an awful year. They won last night. Dead. Take Milwaukee minus five. I didn't bet it, but I thought Milwaukee would go in there and clean up. Nope. Got crushed. Right. So, but on a back to back, We'll see what the, this is a good test for Philly. Let's, let's see what these new look Sixers. He was on, always on the court for them tonight, but I have no idea what, the, I don't know. have a clue how they respond to all that. Right. I, I don't have a clue. I mean, this might be a celebration. Correct. In the books, this is a, I think this is a searching of what the number should be type line. It's moving right now, actually. To up or down. Eight and eight now. Okay. Down. Okay. It's too high. Makes sense. Yeah. I so think we books, got the number we needed. Now yeah, we about- put it up to see when will they bet under and they got it. So it's eight now, and a half. So we high. need to know where the bottom between eight, seven, eight, seven, just, you know, we don't have to go to eight and a half again. Anytime we need that dog money, we'll just right. go there. Uh, the Spurs beat the Suns. took a day off. Same two teams, same location. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. not a fan of this. I don't like this. Lay eight and a half with Phoenix. Pissed off Suns after the way the game went in the first time around. I can think of worse places to stay for a couple of days than Phoenix. Like that zigzag, by the way, uh, in case you're curious, zigzag in the NBA, same two teams. Team A wins game A. Team B covers in game two. Two and out so far this year. Same city. 
No, just oh. same teams. Doesn't matter. City. Oh, Knicks, oh, oh, oh. Knicks, oh. Kings. No, Knicks won game one. Cavs won game two. Last night. That was that was the zigzag. That was the second time we've done a zigzag so far this year. Mm, 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 mm. So you want to bet the Suns tonight? Suns, if you want to follow that zigzag trend. Wait, the Knicks lost that game outright? Yeah. NBA is so silly. Cavs won the game outright. 95-89. 95-89. The total was 210. Yeah. Close it to Boy, 10. It was, it was Knicks games under. It was well. I mean, look. I mean, I did. I bet. The, I bet the first game under, but I didn't bet the second game under. First game, I bet under two fourteen, but second game was two twelve, and I was like, uh, it's, it's in New York. I was like, I don't know what to do with that, so I stayed away from it. But yeah, I mean, Cavaliers against Eastern Conference teams and Knicks games in general are going to go under. <sighs> the numbers the same nine, eight, eight and a half. half. Yep. Eight and a half. Feels nine, like a they're bouncing it right now. Feels like a, it really does feel like a route. And the, the total, I, I mean, I laid under 227. It fell to 229. That's 227 today. It's the same number. It could be the same result. <laughs> this is the thing, like in the book, we just put up the same number. Yeah, but, but the it, Spurs but, won last time. No, no, but the, what? the Spurs aren't going to play. They, like the, 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 the handicap was right. They scored. It was a, it was a 69 point third quarter. It's not going to happen sure. again absurd fourth quarter too. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. So like, I think the under is the play in this game again. And I think betting laying it with Phoenix and I think the Spurs get killed. Like I thought game one was going to go Spurs. Don't score Suns win going away. They cover under. Is uh Booker playing tonight? No, I don't believe so. What a deal. What a deal. I don't know. I, 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 I get the stop sign for me is, is seven. As soon as we get to go over seven, I don't like laying a favor. We'll, we'll get to lay a shorter number, but I mean, I laid two and a half the other night with Phoenix and lost. So that don't always work either. Right. I don't know. Uh, to hockey, we go hurricanes at the Rangers. Rangers. Are what a schedule today. P Ralt. Great. I agree with you. Awesome schedule. Uh, Carolina five and two to the over on the road. Total is five and a half. Who we do we got the number ones playing tonight? Uh, you're supposed to. Let's see if they're confirmed. Hold on. Let's get the number ones in there. It doesn't matter to me to be honest with you if it's number ones, but um, let's see. Uh, Rangers, it's Anderson against Yusterkin. Yep, number ones. Under the no, over the first period over, game over. Oh, this is a good hockey game. Carolina can't stop anybody. They give up so many goals. Playing way different. They're playing way different than they they, they have in the past. That's right. They are not sure why it's not really working. Yeah, it's not leading to wins and losses success. I I Um, don't really understand what's going on with Carolina so far. I mean, they're six and four on the year, right? Like this is... (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? Again, like, I I mean, you know, and you're doing a good job with the juice and then bringing people over here and talking about hockey. We got a lot of people watching hockey now that weren't watching hockey before, but I've said this for so many years, like, and Matt came on with a good stat. If you're not in the playoffs on the standings by Thanksgiving, then 75% of the time you don't make it. It's unbelievable. That's, that's a lot. I thought it was 80. That's why I was glad he said 75. It's either 75 or 80% of the time. That's true. There's a lot of things being worked out right now. 
cautious. Don't just blindly bet stuff. I'm leaning under in this game. Okay. I think we see a playoff game tonight. Playoff game, really? Between these two. These two teams do not like each other at all. Rangers seven and two, Hurricane six and four. Top two teams in the Metropolitan Division. Yeah. Tonight. I think Rangers and they play to the under or Open Carolina net. into the over. Okay. Kind of looking at it like that. Open nets four two final. Uh next game. This is wild. New Jersey at Minnesota. Wild or three and one overs at home. Devils are eight and O to the over this year. They're two and O on the road. It's six and a half. They won't go to seven. Why not? It's minus one thirty-five. I don't know why. It's a great question. See, this is this is great. Like I should text JYD at Circa and say, "Listen, I'll cover all the sevens myself. (laughs) Just go to seven. See who bets under. If anybody bets under, I love to be sitting in a book right now, going, "Hey, going to seven. Let them bet it under. This game's going over. P. Roll. Come on. Feels like it. I mean, thirty-five. First period, gifts, goal in the first five. Light them up. I mean, this might be, by the way, do you see yesterday we talked about it? The goal, the two goals in the first 10 minutes, the plus 250 cash for Buffalo and Philly. Flyers and Sabres. (laughs) This game could, this game, this game is another game you want to bet it. This game may have two goals in the first 10 minutes. Plus 250, that was. It probably will be same today, similar price to. Both teams score in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. To all, it's to all it's that. possible. We called it yesterday. And we don't pat ourselves on the back. We don't give each other flowers. None of that shit happens on this show. No. We just show up and do it again tomorrow. I really you guys hate come that in, I really hate that term. Hit, what's that? Can we stop saying that term? What? I really hate that term. Giving each other flowers. I really don't I don't like know that when term. that started. It really I don't even know what mad. that means. I really don't like it. It's so annoying. Like, go to the flower shop and go buy flowers. That means something. But I want to give you your, 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 I want to give you the flower, give you your flowers. What? Shut them. Yeah. Stop it. I don't that know. just came over. I would agree. Toronto and Boston. To now we're talking. Eight, oh, and one Bruins. Yes, sir. Six. Yes, sir. You know what's coming for you tonight, Bruins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Regular me, season. Me and paper you. Paper champion, me, Toronto me. Maple Leafs. Correct. They're going to lose tonight mm, to the Boston No, 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 no. Swayman's 4-0, my friend. This is the night. You're, you want back to the Maple Leafs? Go right ahead. I've already bet the Bruins. I'm taking my team. I'm good. This is what the Maple Leafs do. Cam said it yesterday. We're going to get to talk to him on Maple Friday. Leafs, this is what the Maple Leafs do? Sports. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Choke yeah. in big games? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paper champions. Regular season. Bullies. Big shots. They're 5-3-1. and one. Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. The three, three, one, and one on the road. They're not going into Boston and winning this game. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Okay. Bruins have played badly the last two home games. That's they have. Okay. Yeah. They're not happy about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Maple Leafs winning tonight, son. Yeah. Taking the Bruins. Sorry. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm gladly going against you on this. Taking the, taking Swayman at home. I, I like that Swayman over all March over, over to be quite honest. Yeah, this this is this is an old rivalry game that is dates back years, which I absolutely love. The be- this was one of the best rivalries. This they used to beat the living caca out of each other. They're not going to be like that tonight. This game goes over, no? Maybe I don't well, know. 
Maybe oh, I, I thought about I thought about that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I I agree with oh. that. I mean, All I these people been betting on their rhombuses of parallelograms. I mean, the Bruins under twenty because the Bruins are statistically the best, one of the best teams for the under on the year, in particular at home. I mean, they gave up two. They they lost the game four three to the Ducks, and then came back and beat the Panthers three two. Like you don't score more than two goals on the Bruins in Boston. Trying to see last year what the record was. Like Herb months. Brooks said in, in the movie Miracle, not tonight. Not tonight. I think the game goes over. Yeah, and Bruins I think were, I was worth three Leafs, and one last year, by the way. The three and one last year against the Leafs. They won listen, both home I hope, won both home games. I hope we can come on tomorrow. Do you like the Bruins new uniform with that the color no. like it, what is that? Did they go to like a mustard gold, gold, yellow? What 100, is that? 100 year anniversary. The uniforms look 100 years old. That's what that point. It's, it's the, the gold centennial, whatever, the, whatever. It's gold 50 or gold 100. What's gold when, when you retire? What's the 50 year thing? That's why it's gold. It's for whatever year. It's whatever year they're celebrating. 50 year anniversary, whatever. That's what they're celebrating it. That's why they're wearing it. I don't like it. I don't like it. At all. I, I thought my TV was going bad yeah, the other no day. I looked. It. I'm like, why is that? I love the pop of the wheel with the B and the, yeah. like that hat you got with the B. I'm contemplating getting a Ray Bork jersey or something like an old school. And yeah, I like centennial. Yeah, it's, it's for the 100 year. 100 year. It's the yeah, original it's, it's, colors. The centennial. Yeah. Recognized 100 years of original six franchise Boston Bruins hockey. There are three jerseys this year that they're wearing. Oh, that one. The Bruins white jersey will always be my favorite. It's the, oh, is that clean? Oh, is that nice? I love that jersey. I, oh I hate it when they started wearing, you know, that's now the road jerseys because they wear black sweaters at home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'm not, I don't love that, but, you know, so I like the Bruins. You like? I don't know. Put it in the chat. We got a lot of people in the chat. We got a lot of people watching up in Canada. Toronto. Or Boston, it's a dead pick them right now. Minus 105 on both sides. The two books I'm looking at right now, minus 110 for the home team. Even money on the other. Ain't no line. Don't worry about nothing. Leafs, bees, who you got? We did the same bet with Buffalo yesterday. Got there. Did. Buffalo, 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two in the first, four goals. Two. I was like, this is yeah. great. This is flying over. No goals in the second. But that's the bet, though. First period over, second period under, or flip-flop. How many times we got to say it? This is wonderful. Yep. Again, anyone out there watching the content, thank you very much for watching. Say you heard it on here, because I ain't heard that nobody else say that, but that's true. Um, no goals in the second. It was 4-2 in the third. We needed a late empty netter to You're get there. Dude, right, to, to get there. Yeah, they almost didn't get there. It's true. Uh, Dallas is it, they won at Calgary last night. They're they at did. Edmonton tonight as dogs. Total they six are. and a half. Yeah. We got the right goalie in there. We got Goalies. Auditor in there. Uh, nope. Wedgwood. Which Skinner. is okay. Skinner. This is an over game. Wedgwood Skinner's over. Man. Yeah. It's not Campbell and it's not Ottinger. Oh yeah, yeah, six and a half over minus fifteen. I feel like we're flipping a coin with that. I don't feel strongly about it either way. Four three final over. You like over to? Mm -hmm. 
Same as last night. Last night was 4-3. Dallas won 4-3. Right. 4-3 final. Edmonton has dogs, though. I kind of like the Oilers. What do you mean? Edmonton's favored. Oh, it flipped. It was a dog. This oh, morning. you wrote it wrong. Edmonton no, was what? never a dog at home. It's minus 145 whoa, now. It's whoa, minus whoa, 130 whoa, last whoa, night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I almost bet this last night. What are you talking about? Minus 130. Edmonton minus 130. Opening number. Two places. I just clicked it. Huh. I thought I almost bet that last night. I thought they were tired last night. There's a lot of things going on last night. I thought they were home dogs. You're not okay. walking in the middle of the night, by the way. I am. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> got to get my second outdoor workout in. Sometimes it's got to do it at 1130 at night. Got to gotta go for a three mile walk at 1130 at night. I felt I'd fallen asleep. <laughs> I texted David said, if I'm murdered, you know where I am because I'm I woke up to that. <laughs> I'm walking by myself. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm missing, you know where I was because no one else knows where I am. <laughs> I woke up to that. I was like, hmm, where did he go? <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. I went in my neighborhood, but I mean, it's like, there's so many like bushes and like things Hell yeah. you, could, you could hide behind in my neighborhood that I'm like, if I, I have my ear pods on, I'm listening to an audio book. I'm walking. It's yeah. middle of the night. It's pitch black. Like you easily, it's awesome too. Cause the guys who are running at that, like, it's like the awesome, like tip of the cap because you see guys who are running. It's like, the best. Yeah. <laughs> you wake, yeah. How you doing, us. bro? It's just <laughs> us. We're the only ones who are out, out here doing this, but yeah, I, I, cause, cause I, I went to the gym and then I went to the gym at eight and I got home at eight. I ate dinner and then it was 11 o'clock and I hadn't done my outdoor workout yet. So I was like, all right, I'm going for the walk. And I went for the walk, but it's, you see weird things in suburban America at that time of night. I saw a guy, he was like half dressed running <laughs> from one street to the other with his cell phone. Like he was not in like running gear. And I was like, who are you running from? Chasing <laughs> I, I think like oh, I think somebody may have walked in on him and and somebody else. Oh so oh 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 oh! I think oh, he got he was think running, he and he was calling Uber. I think he wasn't supposed to be in the in the house he was in. I think somebody Idle got shots. caught. Yeah, I think someone got caught um, with an with an uh, illegal t- an illegal title shot <laughs> that they got caught with. I was like. I'm not going to speculate what you're doing, but I'm going to speculate what you're doing. I'm guessing that you're not exactly supposed to be where you are at. So, okay. That's interesting. So it was 1130 at night. Uh, and then finally Winnipeg at Vegas tonight, last game or one of the last games of the night, nine zero one right. Vegas. Yeah. Numbers coming down. They're right. Taking the, they're taking the peg. No, thank you. We saw this love for Winnipeg a lot in the market last year. Hellebuck. This place is a house of horrors for him. Okay. It's not good. He didn't play well here at all. He didn't play well in the playoffs here. He didn't play well in the regular season here, here. This is not a game I'd back Connor Hellebuck. No, thank you. Uh, they're playing it. Yep. Rombus it was, it was 165. Love the Jets. It was 165 last night. Not for long. I have minus 135, 140. And circuit just went to minus 129. Yeah. Trying to find a bottom. Must be all them people from Winnipeg here in town. Welcome. There's a lot of them. I mean, they, they love coming down here. They love being a part of it, but it's, it's nice one of those sides for them too. It is nice. I mean, I would lean towards the under. Vegas is an under team at home, much like the Bruins. They're an under team at home. When I'm running cold, I tend to just jump on my teams. Right. Bruins money line, Vegas and regulation. Bruins money line. 
to get W's tonight in Vegas and regulation. Okay. It was 165 last night. You know, I, I, I 130, I would say it gets to 130. Go ahead and just lay it. Just take, right. don't, don't worry about it. You get the overtime, lay the 1.3 units down, take the overtime. But for last Gosh, night, we're getting right to the portion of the show where P roll going to sign us off the replay on sports grid and all this other stuff. If you have a super chat, question or a game you want us to talk about hit the super chat button we'll address it in the bvb bonus time get us out of here p roll which is starting right now if you're live on youtube live on twitter don't move if you're on sports grid or on sirius xm we'll talk to you tomorrow for a roll call friday now we start what we call bonus time uh espn bet made the announcement Yesterday, address this tomorrow on roll call Friday. Why? This is not something to address here. It's just a. What do you want to address? ESPN bet starts on November the fourteenth. They made the announcement. Seventeen states they'll be legal in. They rebranded Daily Wager to ESPN Bet Live. Oh, it starts. If you don't like ESPN Bet, I'm really sorry for you because it's about to be absolutely drilled down your throat from now until the Super Bowl. Yes, it is. Every single promotion, Scott Van Pelt on down. Everyone's going to be doing it. Yeah. Live looks. I'm retweeting the tweet. Did you see the ESPN PR tweet? I did. Yeah. I'm retweeting that. (laughs) Can't wait. It's never getting off late night. It's It's coming. Big, 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 big push onto this. Do they get ever to their goal of 20% market oh. share? I would come agree. on. They have a three-year deal to get to 10-year deal total. A three-year okay. out. I'll tell you guys right now, they ain't renewing. Three-year deal. Three. Three. Like this, like this, or like this with two hands. That'll be it. Good luck. They're going to oversaturate the talk. All right. So let me ask you this question. Yes, sir. Is there a way that they could get there in your opinion? If if, if today before they launch on November the 2nd, before they launch on the 14th, you're saying that in three years they will opt out because the success will not be what they are expecting. Is there something you think they could do to get there? There's nothing they can do. Dead on arrival. They're going to be alarmingly disappointed in the numbers that they think they're going to do bet-wise. It's not going to work. Platform batters. Tell people long enough that smoking is good Uh and they try it and they get sick or they have a friend that smoked or they have a family member that smoked and they get sick and all this other stuff. They don't want to smoke anymore. <laughs> we're, we're equating sports betting to smoking now. <laughs> I'm just using an example of something that you stop doing because one, it's either right. not good for you or two, you don't have the money to do it. Do you ever go buy? I, I don't smoke. I never did. Mm-hmm. But do you know how expensive cigarettes are now? I do People, not. I know, I, I know there are a lot, but I don't know how much. I think it's like 10 bucks a pack. The most they've right? ever been in the history of the world. 10 bucks a pack? I think in that neighborhood, wherever you're at, if you got, if you smoke, put it in the chat how much a pack of cigarettes is because it's absurd. But you stop. $140 a week habit if you're doing a pack a day. 
right? It's, it's, like it's a card well, game. Do the same game parlays for a week and see how that goes, especially the pre-made ones, which they're going to push the crap out of. Agreed. Agreed. They're going to push the bad stuff because but here's my question: there is no good stuff unless you're actually doing it or paying attention. So why is DraftKings doing well right now? Doing well how? I mean, in terms of their overall market share, sports betting wise as well, they have cut into Fanduel. They have mm-hmm. they have taken Fanduel down in certain states. They are the number one sports betting app in certain states. Flutter and Fanduel is still number one across the country. Still have you know pretty much sixty percent of the market share right now. But there is some evidence to, to say that DraftKings is doing some good work and in, in starting to make more money in certain parts of the country. Aren't they? Yeah. So, I mean, in mass, they've got a, they got a really good lead in Massachusetts. They, they, well, they well. have a big percentage of the business. Yeah, they've done well. So my point is, but is the there business something? Is, is a side business. It's not the business. Well, isn't ESPN better side business for ESPN? It's not the business. As long as they treat it as such, then it's they'll not, make it. It's not the business. It's a side business. I mean, they're, they're, side not, business they're not they running the book. For. They're just promoting it. They're just pushing it because they have a vested interest in, in seeing it succeed. Okay. I, I'm just saying, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, no, no, I, I don't think you're wrong. I just, I'm saying like, uh, you're saying it's not going to work. $13.62 a pack of cigarettes in Massachusetts. Thank you, Ross. Oh, I buy that in mass. Oh, I buy that wholeheartedly. Yes. Is that everywhere though? Is that like in Alabama too? Is that 13 bucks a Big pack business in Alabama? said they're $7.99 okay. in Texas. There we go. Okay. That makes more sense. Jimmy Jack. <laughs> With 4K said his mom pays eleven dollars a day per pack. Wow. For moral. Yeah, I think Mass- I think Massachusetts would rather have you blow a line of cocaine than smoke cigarettes. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I think they would prefer you be on d- d- to do cocaine than to smoke. Like like smoking is like the number one enemy of like they like you light up. Like go to Massachusetts and smoke a cigarette and see what you see the looks you get. Like Are you serious? Will, oh yeah, it is bad, bad. They, and we it, live in the smoking capital world. Yeah, Massachusetts. It's that is that is a public nuisance of the of the number one degree. They could if Mass could ban cigarettes and make them illegal, they would. hundred percent. Ten dollars per pack in New York from CBW. Yep, same, you, same, same. We'll see you tomorrow to talk about the BC Syracuse game on, <laughs> on the, same type state. Same state though. New York's very similar to Mass. They want eight ninety nine a pack in Virginia. Yeah, that's good. The further south you go, the cheaper the price. <laughs> the more, the more the taxes aren't going to impact. What thirteen dollars is a pack? Less man, L E S S M A N. Less man. I yeah. never seen you in here before, but thank you again for being here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Tell the people eighteen to twenty two dollars a pack in Where? Canada on the west coast of Canada. <laughs> Twenty dollars? What, dude? That's that's cannabis prices. Holy shit, that's incredible. Eight twenty dollars a pack. How many grams are? I wonder how many grams of tobacco are in a pack of cigarettes. I don't know, but what the is that? Well, I want to know because because that's enough it, to tell you to quit, right? Right, because well, an eighth is three point five grams. An eighth of marijuana, an eighth of good marijuana will run you anywhere from twenty five to fifty dollars, depending on the on, on where you're going. So I wonder if there's 30, I wonder how many grams of tobacco are in a pack of cigarettes. I'm going to say two grams. I'll say two grams of tobacco are in a pack, maybe 2.5 grams. 
I don't know what portion of the show this yeah, that's, is. We've never gone that, there before. You just that, said you'd rather uh, do a line of cocaine. I didn't say me. I said, I said, I said Massachusetts. Right. But well, not, I'm, I'm, just trying to, I'm just talking about the, the, the cost of it, like how much, because that tobacco in Canada is getting into cannabis prices. Like the, that's, that's how much tobacco, tobacco is being valued and being sold at the same ratio as cannabis. <laughs> that's amazing. That's that that's that's unbelievable. Les Man is a longtime watcher of the show. Thank you again for being here. Thank you. Uh, you know, and again, leave a comment on the on the YouTube feed. I'm trying to get to those comments and answer. They told me if uh we leave comments to each other, you guys answer each other's comments, we get interaction, right. something happens. I don't know, but we'll wait and see. Kicks in. Um ESPN bet will have listen, they got the megaphone. They're buying, you know, they're buying Hulu. They're going to stream all kind of crap. They're going to talk about crop bets. They're going to talk about, you know, winners and losers and all that other stuff. They got people and pretty faces and fancy ass I don't suits. know how aggressive. And, like, I'll say this. I don't know how aggressive they're going to be outside of the pre and halftime shows. I think you'll see spots during like SportsCenter. Like you like, uh, during spot breaks, but like, do you think Scott Van Pelt's going to have bad beats brought to you by ESPN bet? Oh, I think you'll see commercials splashed all over. Yeah. I think commercials, but we're seeing commercials anyway. Commercials are ignored. No one watches them. It's, it's my class and UNV can tell you no one watches commercials. So the commercials I don't care about. It's the in content stuff that will be the most impactful. Well, <laughs> You just gave him the idea. So you guys that are listening to the show I mean, up at ESPN, I mean, appreciate that as well. I'm sure they by ESPN, but seems a very similar, seems like a very likely thing. If they don't do that, I'd actually be impressed, but that feels like what they're going to do. And that feels like how they're going to do it. So we'll watch it. Time for better to book it. A different direction for the, uh, the game tonight. Titans team total over 16 and a half. Wow. So I think the books are saying the final score is 2017. You want to lay 120 sweating, you get a half a point of margin? Well, no, because they, they could score 20. You think Tennessee's going to go into Pittsburgh and win tonight? Potentially, yes. If Pickett gets knocked out and you have Mason Rudolph or you have Mitch Trubisky playing a large portion of this game, yes. I, I trust the Titans offense with Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins, who's looks like he's gonna play. Against that defense? Against yeah, your secondary is banged up, dude. Mika's out. You have no Fitzpatrick tonight. He ain't playing? Not playing. No Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's out. Okay. They're gonna throw the ball on you guys tonight. Not gonna run the ball. Cam Hayward's right there. Okay. So you're not running the ball. That's fine. You're gonna throw on them. So I think there's big play opportunities. I think 17 points is really possible for this Titans team on the road. And I don't know anything else. I just think the Titans offense can score on the Steelers defense. And I think there's a good shot that your offense turns the football over against that defense for the, for the, for the Titans short fields, fumbles and picks, fumbles and picks tonight by that offense. Kids used to say doubles and bombs, bro. And you just said fumbles and picks on that same thing. BVB fumbles and picks, bro. Put that on the t-shirt bet under. I don't know. I, th this is a book it because this game can go under. This can be a 17, 13 win game goes under true. So it, it's, it, I'm trying to limit the volatility 
for what and try to boil it down as to what do I think is the most likely thing that's going to happen. It's Will Levis. It's a rookie quarterback, but he can he score 17 points. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he can. Okay. Two touchdowns yeah. and a field goal. Three field goals and a touchdown, 16 now. Okay, then I lose. Fine. That's going to fall right around this, this number. number is 17 man. and a half now. This number's already gone up a whole point. If it's 17 and a half, don't play it. Yeah, I, like I think I think the number is 17. The number is 17. That's why so, that's yeah. I take my shot. I think the game goes under. The game can go under. Give me 17-7. True. So I, I'm eliminating the possibility of a of a primetime under catching me. Because it doesn't right. matter what it doesn't matter what the Steelers do. Steelers do whatever the hell they want. Right. I'm only going up with the Titans offense, which I know it's like the sexier pick. Like, oh, he threw four touchdown passes last week. I don't think Will Levis is going to do anything near like he did last week. Steelers are going to be ready for him. This is Mike Tomlin. He may throw two picks in this game. They may get routed 40 to 17. It does, I don't need to worry about what the other side's doing by doing this. I like this better than a same game teaser because I'm, I'm I'm concerned that Will Levis could get it. Mike Tomlin, Mike Mike Tomlin, him, and you may score. You have two pick sixes, and you know it's a forty to twenty type of game, and you have a blowout. I would be shocked if that's the type of game this is. I'm just saying it's a rookie quarterback making his first start on the road. It's a lot to back. It's a lot to trust Will Levis to do anything here, right? So I'm concerned on any side, any number, eight and a half. I could have teased it up to eight and a half. Right. I don't know. That scares me. Like, I don't know if that's enough points. If Pittsburgh wins, they can win by 10 easy. That kills it. If there's tons of picks and fumbles, we take it. Very nice. We we take a number that's what? 36 and a half right now? 37. 37. Okay. You're teasing up to 43. Am I in love with that under? Not really. Am I in love with that over? No way. So even pulling it down and going, okay, take it, take it from 37 to 31. Am I in love with that? No, 17, 13 beats me. So I, I couldn't okay. last night as I was going through this last night, I was like, I don't, the only thing I feel comfortable with is I think they could score 17 points on this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. That's it. That's the handicap. What's the best unit on the field? Titans offense or defense or Steelers offense or defense? What's the best unit? They all four suck. They all four suck. There's not a, there's not a best unit. They're all bad. The They're all bad. Show I, today. I, I did this Everything last night. Sucks. I, I did this. As, I did the same argument last night. Your it secondary sucks. is not good. The best player on the field is TJ Watt. Okay. So, so if, you, if you say the best player that right. makes the Steelers defense the best. Okay. Right. I'll give you that. Titans right. offensive lines garbage. Levis can move. Levis can run. He's, he, he could be a big problem tonight for that defense for the, for if TJ Watts coming around, Levis can tuck and go. So his mobility creates a big problem. Best player in the field plays for the Steelers defense. If you tell me the Steelers defense with Cam Hayward now back, that's the best unit on the field. Fine. <laughs> but 17, 17 points. Whitrock just came in the chat and said the best unit is the punter. <laughs> It's like an Iowa game. Iowa game. What? Without a doubt. It's, without a doubt. Same colors. It's like watching an Iowa game tonight. I think the rookie quarterback comes in, makes a mistake that costs him the game. I like Fine. the Steelers in the game. I think it's a terrible game under 2017 you know, final. 20 to 13. Enjoy your night. It's going under. 2017 final. Bruins money line. 
Oh, bro, book it. This is this is that game. The Bruins are supposed to win this game, and they should win this game. They won't because this is what Toronto does. They'll give their fans hope. They'll give the move is Toronto. I'm telling you. I just see what the move is. I'm taking the better team at home. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I, I better think team Toronto at home. Wins. This I is, 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 is a home home team. Bruins have played poorly the last two games at home. Yep. They come out ready to go here. They see Toronto, they see red. They're one and one the last two home games. They're two and one in this. This is the fourth game. I think this is the last game of the homestand. Maybe they've won more, but they're two and one so far in this homestand. So they go to three and one tonight on this homestand. Leafs win in November and they, they fold in April. Yeah. Now Vegas and regulation tonight gets Winnipeg. Oh, this was my one. You might get plus money in this now. Cause right. numbers come to come down so far. Yeah. It was one sixty five last night when I bet it. I don't understand all the love for Winnipeg. I really don't. I really don't. I say bet this one. I don't get it either. It's. it's I, I like Hellebuck. It's a backup goaltender for Vegas, but I mean, I don't. I don't really have a Logan huge, Thompson. Yeah, I don't have a huge problem with Logan That's Thompson. Right. Yeah, I, he plays well. He plays really well. So he is four now. Played well year. in front of him too. Yeah, just like Swayman. I mean, the Bruins, the Bruins, and the Golden Knights could very well be on a collision course for the Cup Finals this year. Could be really interesting. They play so they Vegas and Boston. Show goes to another level if that happens. It, it's I'm just telling you, it, it, they play very, very similar styles, and they could very well be meeting up against each other. The two best teams in hockey. I mean, I don't think you really make a case for anybody else. Avalanche would be in the conversation, I guess, as the third best, but they've struggled, and McCarr's been hurt, and right now it's. Nine zero and one contractually obligated to go to every game of that final series. It's nine zero and one Vegas, eight zero and one Bruins. It's November second. We're almost a eighth of the way through the year, right? Surprised you could even do that math that quick. You paused. That was (laughs) we're going to mess it up. I was going to say say a third. I was going to say tenth. I was going to say tenth of the way through. (laughs) All right, not ten percent. No, right, almost. Um, we're going every game in the finals. Set it here right now. Put that on record, Mikey. Awesome. Just saying. We'll see you guys I mean, in Boston. If that's the uh, case, Vegas should play in Boston. Do a show in Boston. We'll get Emerson to come out. We'll do all that stuff. So and fun. then we'll come here and be at home. Oh, that'd be fun. It'd be so fun. All right. Time for super chats. Uh, big business. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Let's fucking go Rangers. We went and we took it. Yes, you guys did. Uh, and he did. And bye-bye. Don't know what that means. Uh, am I the only one who thinks Montgomery deserves, deserves his flowers? Stop using that term. But Montgomery <laughs> does deserve his, uh, does deserve to be appreciated. I will give you that. Montgomery does deserve to be appreciated. He pitched his ass off in the playoffs. Yes. He definitely did. He was, he was very, very good. <laughs> Big business again. DeGrom and Scherzer are both first ballot Hall of Famers. Relax, big business. Enjoy your World Series. Uh, Justin Elkins has a better or book it for you, Dave. He says better to book it. Nurkic uh, over nine and a half rebounds. He averages 18 rebounds, sorry, 18 rebound chances a game. Had 12 against the Spurs last game, and that's with zero offensive boards. Wow. Book it over nine and a half boards for What's the juice. Nurkic. I think we got to bet that. Um, I, don't I think we got to bet that. He didn't say what the juice is, but okay. Well, I mean, not. I hate that. Just for the record, the quote rebound chances stat. I hate. 
listen, we're going to get a lot of new stats from a lot of people and content providers. And there's stat companies out there, analytics stuff that's rebounds are the most volatile thing in basketball. Oh yeah. Like it's the chances. It, it's all sorts of ro- weird bounces. It's positions. It's plays that are run certain ways. I, that's that. I don't, I, I want, I would love to know how, what they constitute a rebound chance. Wow. Coming up on ESPN right now, Marcus Spears is DraftKings same game parlay for Titan Steelers. <laughs> it's in the scroll on the bottom. Yeah. And coming up will be the ESPN bet next. See, that's the question. Does that continue on ESPN? It might. On, oh, the DraftKings part? No. Yeah, it might. It might. I'm telling you. They're going to take the money. I the DraftKings is going to pay the money to advertise on ESPN. Knowing they're while competitor. ESPN yes. is a partner with a book that's booking the bets. Yes. I. And that's I, fucked up. I could be wrong. Okay. I've been wrong before, but I believe as a broadcaster, you would take both. You would make them pull versus you'd say, we're not taking anyone's business because I think it creates an F. EC problem. See, that's why I love you because you, you see some things in that part of the business that that may actually be true. Yeah. I think it creates a, pro- it was, it's a, a monopoly problem. If, if they were to kick out both FanDuel and DraftKings. So if they, they pull FanDuel and DraftKings pull, that's not our fucking problem. That's them. But I think ESPN is going to say everyone can sell, come on in. You all can advertise. You all can have your thing. That's why DraftKings and FanDuel have upped their spend with ESPN because they're trying to get their foot in there first before ESPN comes in, does their own thing. As far as Justin, yes. thank you for being here. Thank yes. you for the super chat cash. And thank you for the bet. I would say yes, bet over. It's the same matchup in the same place, which against the same guys. It's boring. Yes. But no, you know, eat your vegetables. I like it. it no, it, 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 the rate, the rebound prop is completely random, but rebounders have heart and box out and get in position over and over and over. So the more times they do that and they like doing that, then I think you got to bet it. So that would be my answer. Were you a good rebounder in hoops? No, as a point guard, I I can, I can board my, I could board my position, but it was more on the long rebounds. I boxed guys out. I was a good rebounder on the foul line. Did you like boxing guys out? Oh yeah. I, I was a contact guy. I loved it. I have really sharp elbows. I really hurt people. I enjoy, I enjoyed hurting people. See, you're dirty. Mm-hmm. I just like putting my, and, ass I, played so- and I played soccer that way. And that, that's why I got recruited to play D2 soccer for that very reason, because I, I hurt people and they liked it. Yeah. <laughs> you needed, I was extremely you physical an elbow in your jaws, which you needed a little bit of this. Yeah. Yep. You want to elbow me? Okay, I'll get you ah. next time. Bam. Okay. Muay Thai. Everyone's the, the, the next thing they want me to do is Muay Thai. I'm like, you Muay guys are thai. yeah, kicking appendages. Yeah. Fists, elbows, yeah. knees, yeah. kicks. I know what it is. No way, man. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not getting hit with an elbow. A buddy of mine, when I first started boxing, we I went to an amateur night, an amateur Muay Thai night. I saw a friend of mine get kicked in the head. One of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. With my condition, I don't know how many shots I could take to the head, and I'm probably not recommended to do it. But or a head kick on top of that. Yeah, no, I would love to just, though, like I said it all the time, and I like training like a boxer. I would love to get into that gym with you and do do some oh, stuff. Come on in. Let's go. I can't spar. No, but you hit the pads, though. Hit. You hit pads. I mean, but, you can do – I mean, we, we the best thing about training the way I train is that we, we do a lot of, like, tag stuff. 
Right. Where you're, you're, you're doing everything, but you're touching elbows, elbows and right. stomach. And like, right. you just, you just slap him. You just, you just hit yeah. them, hit them. So you just, you basically just, it's more of a movement than to like to, to par and parry and move and that stuff. Less we put our gloves on, but you know, you, you, if I hit you in the shoulder with a 16 ounce glove, you're not going to feel it. You're going to go, Oh, you know, it's going to move you. But it's not going to hurt you. <laughs> I don't mind the contact. I always, no, I always, I, I always, I always like the contact. And then, you know, I mean, I got run a couple of times cause I was just you know, either <laughs> chirping or I didn't see the guy coming and then right. I'm in the hospital concussions and all that other stuff, but I got back up. I'd love to do it again. I don't have the, uh, there's no contact going on over here. Can't, mm-hmm. it's all girls. Can't even Bad mess idea. with them. We Bad shadow box. And yeah. what are you doing? Oh, what Maddie and I, me? Maddie, see my, my, my sister started it. Maggie and I started it. Maggie and my stepdad took it over and they took it to a whole new level and Madeline and I do it. So I have myths and she has boxing gloves. And so we yeah. throw, we, we throw here. She'll, she will, she will end some kid's nose at some point. Some boy will get, get cracked in Ain't the face wrong with that. <laughs> by my daughter. I'm always tell Kendall, we got to do that. I told her hey, you, <laughs> you will be able to defend yourself if you have to. <laughs> And she is like the two older really? ones can. I know that we did karate for two years. That's perfect. And they, uh, they learned how to hit and punch and defend themselves. And I think it's that's awesome. A good thing. So jujitsu, I, I wish Madeline would do jujitsu. She's not interested in doing just, it. Just get her to show up for anything right now at nine. Is oh, skating is what she, she likes it. So it's good. Great. Let her skate. That's good. Yeah. She's into it. All down. Get up. What happened? Favorite, I'll, I'll get up. She's go. She's good with it. She's she she's hasn't good. really. She she's falls down and it's not like she didn't fall. She's not going fast, so she's like slipping, going down. But right, nothing serious. But yeah, I mean, the, her first real big fall. We'll see how she takes <laughs> when she's really going fast. Right. Yeah. She gets clipped. We'll see how she feels. But right now, it's it's going well. Mm-hmm. Favorite thing about today is what? Two things. First text in the morning from Mike Blewett and his son Owen at the airport going to Pittsburgh to go to their first Steeler game today. So decided, um, you know, he said, um, this is like, I'm inspired by you spending time with the kids. I'm taking my kid. I'm a Steeler fan. I've been to Pittsburgh. He's never been. I'm taking them to the Steeler game tonight. So they're flying right, in. Cool. Of course, their flight was delayed to JFK for two hours. So set up <laughs> the whole day. But God. he's going to Pittsburgh. He's going to the game tonight. They're going to spend the day in Pittsburgh tomorrow and fly home tomorrow night. Awesome. Very nice. Awesome. Very awesome. Nice. Two, we had a call this morning. I did it from the car because it was out dropping in books, picking up some, like, you know, cash um, from the Ranger bets. and. My favorite thing to do is now, just for an example, one ticket this morning was worth 900 bucks. Another ticket this morning was worth like two dimes. So different books. So I go and I cash the first ticket and I leave a tip. And the guy's like, thank you. You know, nice hit. You know, they're all serious bets or like, you know, the future exact as and all this other stuff. And then, the second book, I got a guy who I know, <laughs> the first guy has been working in a book for a long, long time. He wants me to give him the ticket. He says, any rebets? No. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> you know, puts the money out. I asked for the last one in 20s. And so I could leave a tip and it's all business. So he appreciates it. See you later. Get out. And I've been there. 
because I've been that guy and I know I understand it. Right. Went to the second book and I get a guy who's new. I only know he's only been doing his part time, maybe for a year. And I left him a tip and he almost came over the counter and kissed me. I was so excited. <laughs> hey, man, thanks. I like that bet. I should have done that bet myself. I got a friend. He bet the Rangers like 10 years ago to win the World Series. And then he bet them the next year and they didn't win it. <laughs> and he probably and he didn't bet it this year. And oh. I'm like, yeah, 52 years. I said, you know, a lot of times you got to keep betting. Like <laughs> you take your shot, you lose. Sometimes you got to bet again. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, well, that's a big hit. Congrats, brother. I appreciate you. See you later. Favorite thing about today, right? Is doing that. I go over to Dunkin', grab grab something to drink, and right. brought donuts home for the kids. There you so go. When you get stuff good, you try to give it out. Share the love. Kids working by himself at the counter. <laughs> the milk machine's broke. It's <gasps> leaking milk all over. <sighs> He's calling somebody, woman, to come fix it. Right? I'm like, what? Is this it? is the Dunkin' in the inside the casino, right? Arizona Charlie's. Okay. You know That's what I'm why. talking about. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's a rough, it's, it's sometimes oh, yeah. it's a rough crowd in there. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> I feel bad for this kid because he's right. scrambling, trying to keep milk from going all over the place. Oh, and no. he, he sees me, I get a dozen donuts, I get the drink, and then I get uh, the little turkey sausage sandwich for myself. And I'm, I'm leaving. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for the turkey sausage sandwich. There's a hundred things going on behind the counter. He's by himself. Mm-hmm. There's two people at that sandwich shop over there pretending like they're the only people in the world. An older couple comes up to the counter, rings the bell. The kid's three feet away, but he's doing stuff. Guy rings the bell again. Ding, ding, ding. I'm like, don't say nothing. Let it go. Rings the bell again. The kid turns and says, I'll be with you in one second. He said, is anybody working here? And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. He goes, you know, I rang the bell. I mean, is anybody working here? I want to get something. You know, and I was like, I'm sitting there waiting. I got cash in my pocket. I'm feeling good. And I'm like, don't say nothing. Don't do it. And he goes, I don't have to get anything here. You know that. I don't have to do anything here. But oh, they, no. We need people working here. I can't let it go. I'm like, sir, this kid's here by himself. The milk machine broke. Can you see all that milk on the counter? This woman is trying to fix it and cut off the thing. Like, he'll be with you in a second. He's by himself. I said, just have a good day. Like, lighten up, relax. And he goes, I can leave. I can leave. Then go ahead. And I was like, you're welcome to. (laughs) I said, sir, take a deep breath. He's going to get your donuts and your coffee. I said, and I left the kid a tip in front of him. I said, hey, man, keep smiling, keep trying and have a good day. And I walked out and I told the old guy, and you have a good day too, sir. People got to fucking relax. And I was like, this, this kid's making fucking $8 an hour probably. How old was the guy? The kid had braces. He's probably no, how old 18 was, years old. How old was the guy? Oh. Initial number 68 and a half. Over, under the possibility of him being from Boston. Or New England or the East Coast. Minus 8,000. Because that's yeah. a very East Coast thing to do to Dunkin' people. On the East Coast, Dunkin' Donuts employees are treated like shit. Like just straight up. Like they're just abused. Oh. Everywhere. In particular in 
malls, airports, oh. or large public settings. Oh. It's a really hard job and people literally take out your, their shit on you consistently. So that guy, that's not the first time that guy has done that to no. somebody at Duncan. No, I've seen it a ton. It's awful. That guy does it at the grocery store. That guy does it at the gas station. That guy is having yeah. a bad day. Majority of the time every day. <laughs> right. And it's nothing. I almost said to him, Hey man, the old guy, Instead of being the worst part of everyone's day, be the best part of someone's day. <laughs> Just once. But that's not East Coast mentality. That's not what East Coast people think. We don't. That's not how they operate. They operate where you fuck. You're in my way. Get the fuck out of my way. You're ruining my life. You're ruining my day. It's your fault. Everything is your fault. <laughs> that's, the, that's a mentality. <laughs> you know, it sucks. You don't see it until you get out. You got to be detoxed and. You know, you gotta oh, get away from it. You gotta get away so, from it. Like I wanted to fucking, I yeah. wanted to buy the guys. I almost bought the guy's order. We think I that that's said, normal. You know what, sir? I'm gonna buy your order. Yeah, but we think that's normal. In particular, you know, it, all you need is a guy with a pack of Marlboros and you know, Bud Heavy and Duncans and yelling at kids. That's just that's 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 a townie. You want to know what a townie is? That's a townie. That's what we call townies. People that berate Dunkin' Donuts people because in the morning they wake up pissed off. They want their coffee. When they have their coffee, they smoke their cigarette. They smoke their cigarette. They eat their donut. If they don't get that in the right order, it's your fault and you're going to pay for it. God bless all you guys that work in retail. Seriously, work right? With people. It's like Christmas time. Like, and thank you for taking the time and coming here and trying, you know, like, I felt yeah. bad for that kid. I swear it to sucks. God. That really does suck. Um, by the way, this is why you guys are amazing. Stevie Mac just referenced a bet that I lost two years ago saying I'm still pissed off about because I lost a bet on the juice for Brooke Lopez on a rebound prop where I know I can guarantee you he got the ball. <laughs> he rebounded the ball. I but rebounded. They, they 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 didn't count it. That might have been one of the first times I put on the listing glasses. For I was one of your so fans. mad. I was so mad that, that, that I know for it was like Brooke Lopez over eight and a half rebounds. Yes. He got nine and it fell eight, and I was counting them. And I he got a rebound. He got a rebound. And the rule was basically like the ball hit the ground first, so they didn't count it as a rebound because the oh. ball hit the ground. It was something totally fucked up. So bravo, Stevie Mac, because he said Matt's still pissed off about the Brooke, about the Brooke Lopez prop that he missed and it's true i probably am still mad but that's fucking amazing you had that memory because i did not think about that until you said it and i went i know exactly when i was mad like yes i remember i don't remember the exact game i was mad but it was a bucks game with brooke lopez somewhere in december and i was pissed off about it so yes a hundred percent that's an accurate call by you thank you for that memory that's phenomenal. That right there. And my favorite thing about today is you guys are tremendous. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. awesome. Roll call Friday tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Get Big here. Day. Be here early. Line them up. We have a lot of special stuffs. A lot of we stuff. Got, Sonic is cooking up some wild stuff for us. It's going to be a lot of fun here in the next Can't couple wait of weeks. To see what that boy doing. We got a lot of fun stuff mm. going on here with what he's up to and what he's doing. So stay tuned. Matt, Dave, back tomorrow. Roll call Friday. BVB. Do not miss it. Thank <laughs> you.